What's up, y'all? Welcome. <laughs> Welcome to the very first episode of Unapologetically Melanated. So, starring me, Bev. And me, Mia. So, before we even get started, we want to shout out Elijah for making our intro song. Elijah is, I've been on him since like high school, but his um, Instagram is Elijah J Forever. Thank you for Thank making you, our Elijah. intro song. It's, it's a vibe. It's a vibe. It's a, <laughs> it's a vibe. So, we appreciate you, Elijah. Thank you, young man. Okay. So, let's get started. So, like I said, unapologetically melanated. And as most of y'all know, me and Mia are besties for the resties. Mm-hmm. So, before we even get started on how usually an episode would go, we're just going to give like a little backstory about us. Mm-hmm. Quick little intro. So, you can go ahead and start. All right. So, of course, my name is Mia. Uh, Instagram is molded by Mia. So, that Mia ha- actually has two A's on my Instagram. <laughs> um, but I am a personal trainer. I am a trainer and group fitness instructor at Dream Performance that is in Fort Worth, Texas. So um, I will be bringing a lot of like physical health and wellness tips and nutrition knowledge to the podcast. I do have a bachelor's degree in kinesiology from Tarleton State University. Go Texas. But yeah. So you go ahead, Bev. Okay. So Beverly, but y'all not prepared to be Kyle Bev. Curly Bivy, Auntie Bev, whatever, AKAs, all them. But, um, yeah, so I went to Tarleton as well with Mia. That's how we met. Uh, my degree, my bachelor's is in, like, psych, but my master's degree is in applied psychology with the emphasis in the teachings of psychology. So, okay. basically, if I wasn't doing this, I'd be a college professor right now, teaching psych. But, um, basically, I'm going to bring more of the mental health side of everything, just, um, you know, from what I know, just off experience too, but with my degree and y'all know I love beauty, you know, skin, hair, makeup, all that good stuff. And then, you know, I'm just laugh. Yeah. So we both are entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. So I am a trainer like full time. My business is called Molded by Mia. Mm-hmm. So I do that full time. And then Bev, talk about your business. Yeah. So as most of y'all know, I'm an influencer, but I prefer a content creator. Amen. But, um, <laughs> but, Content creator, y'all uh, guys know I have Neo Curly, which is my natural hair care business for all my natural goils out there. And now we are both podcasters. Podcasters. So adding that on to the list of things that we do. Also, I don't know if I said this. I'm from Dallas, Texas. Oh, I'm from Fort Worth. Yeah, so. And no, it is not the same thing <laughs> the for DFW, you people that The DFW that. area. Yeah. But um, basically how me and Mia met, we both ran track at Tarleton. Good and terrible times. Yes, but that story's for another, another day. day. <laughs> <laughs> but we actually met freshman year, 2014. Yep. We, stayed we stayed on the same, same hall. Mm-hmm. What was where did we stay in? Legend. We Le- did stay Legend. in Legends. We were staying in the uh the, the suburbs. Uh, the suburbs, <laughs> the suburbs. Of the college. The suburbs area yes. of the uh dorms and yeah. stuff. So we would see each other all the time, but def- I was super, super shy. I would not talk to her. We kind of just like look at each other. At practice, look at each other like in the hallway, <laughs> and then of course Bev talked to me first, and I'm like, okay, hey, I mean, yeah, hey, I girl, say, I be talking my way into yeah. being friends because literally, you just like, can I come over? I'm like, sure. <laughs> and then we just literally inseparable since then. Yeah, we hung literally. out every single day, and then we started hanging out with Holly and Amanda yeah. and Kay, which we'll probably bring up eventually uh, of our, our other friends for the rest of for lifers. Yes. But we, yeah, for lifers. But yeah, we met freshman year of college, and yeah. we've been like this. Yeah, we lived together with sophomore year we and did live junior together. year. A little bit junior year, too. A little college. bit junior year because that first semester was out of our control. Yeah. But that's a story for another day. So, 
But yeah, so that's how we met. Uh, college track and been like ever since then. Yeah. So, but now we're both entrepreneurs, adult world, in adult world, struggling and surviving, struggling but thriving, <laughs> struggling but thriving. All right. So now we're gonna get to um, our segment. Yeah. So first, we're just gonna start off with our wins and losses of the week. Um, so a win for me. Okay. Now, you know, I'm gonna start off with the bad news first. Okay. A loss for me is yesterday. You know, I was going through it. Yeah. Um, I was weirdly like sick yesterday and I was like throwing up all day. It was so weird. I didn't mm-hmm. think I was gonna make it to the Tiana Taylor concert. Mm-hmm. I don't know, it was weird, but um I had really bad PMS, honestly, if we're being real, and I just got extremely nauseated. Like it was so weird. I was throwing up a lot yesterday. But Mia came, brought me some soup, some alcohol seltzer, all that and I'm alive and well today. Yeah. So, but a win is that I finally decorated my living room. It looks beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. I've been living at that apartment for like almost a year. A year yeah. And it's one thing about me. I feel like I'm the most lazy, productive person I know. Like I'm productive in like work, career mm-hmm. stuff. But when it comes to like everyday simple stuff, sometimes I can be lazy in that. So it's just like, I would be so busy with everything else. I would literally forget to to decorate my apartment. So I just had my couch, my rug, my TV. The Uh, essentials. Yeah, the essentials. But now I done got some like little plants. I'm still hanging up stuff, but I got some plants. I got some black girl friendly art hanging up. It's cute. I'm so excited. So that was my win of the week is decorating my living room. See, for me, lost... (laughs) <laughs> um, I start with that. I lost a client this week. Uh, I love you if you listen to this, even though <laughs> I'm not training you no more. So that's kind of like we'll talk about that more. Just being an entrepreneur, the ups and the downs. Mm-hmm. So the downs sometimes you lose a client, which is money. Mm-hmm. Um, but a win though is so tomorrow bands and brunch. So bands and brunch. By the time I listen to this, of course the event will already have been passed, but uh bands and brunch is an event that I do at Dream Performance with the ladies of Dream Performance. So shout out to Ezzy, Tyla and Orlean. They're the best. Um so basically we do like a bands class, so resistant bands class. Um we pick like high and high beat songs. Like it's really really good lit and just do exercises on beat. It's not you're not dancing, but you're doing an exercise to the yeah. beat. You know, it's like um, lit aerobic dance. Exactly, yeah. it's a lot of glutes, a mm-hmm. lot of cardio, a lot of leg, a lot of booty burning mm-hmm. uh, type stuff. So it's super fun. And then afterwards, we have brunch and mimosas. So this is our mm-hmm. second one tomorrow. So I'm super excited because I feel like uh, this is something we're going to be doing more often, and we're just growing as group instructor instructors. So I'm excited for that tomorrow because. It's just going to be lit. And it's something that's definitely outside of my comfort zone. So I'm proud of myself for, like, uh, continuing Mm -hmm. to do, like, this type of uh, training, basically. Yes. No, you really have grown a lot. And when you first started training to, like, now, now, like, in the last Bands and Brunch, because I went, first of all, it was lit. Lit. It was fun. Like, it was tiring, but it was fun. Uh, The song choices were fun, mm -hmm. too. And it was a good turnout last time. And it was, like... It was all women, wasn't yeah. it? So it was just like fun being like with Lit, a bunch of women, yeah. good music. Very empowering. Good, yeah, very empowering. So it was it was good. And it's like, I feel like it's good for all levels. Uh, yeah. Like beginner, it's cardio. Yeah, because cardio honestly sucks. Like, yeah, it's like fun cardio. So it makes it fun. Mm-hmm. It makes you let loose and not be so like, I don't know, like cardio sucks. frustrated about it. Because cardio <laughs> does suck. Yeah. It, it literally is so uncomfortable, but it makes it fun and comfortable. So. Yeah, so, but... 
the next bands and brunch y'all need to follow me up. go ahead so it's only what uh how much is it it's 30 dollars. it's only 30 dollars. So an hour session and then you get mimosas and literally brunch. unlimited mimosas yeah. and the charcuterie so board it's worth it very much Good. affordable yeah, so make sure y'all come to the next bands and brunch. It's gonna be lit. She's gonna be posting on Instagram too. Some uh, yes. behind the scenes. Okay, so song of the week. So I'll let you start off. Okay, so my song of the week <clears throat> it's called Energy by Tyla Jane. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna play it on them through the mic, I guess. Yeah, I, I can play it back here if you want. Uh, what do you think? We only need like a little clip. Little clip. Of it. I'll play just a little clip through the mic. I feel like y'all be able to hear it. Yeah, let's say the clip is very short. All right, so a little Lit. self-care, a little manifestation for you. Uh, some, some nice music to What's clean to. Working on my energy. It's called Energy by energy. Tyler Jane. Okay. So, yeah, check that out. Yes. So, y'all probably already done heard this song, but this song has been stuck in my head for the longest. Co-Stan by Victoria Monet. Yes, we love some Victoria, Victoria Monet. Stands over here. Guys, too, but I'll play a little bit of it. That's song. I love Victoria Monet. Y'all I, should check her out. Yes. You know, she is very heavily slept on. I she feel is. like she is an artist that's She's really an amazing songri- songwriter. songwriter, too. She's yeah. wrote a lot of Ariana Grande songs. Yeah. So she be making Ariana Grande pop with the songs. Yeah. That's why I feel like they have similar vibes, vibes like the yeah. songs. But check out Victoria Monet. They make Monet. bad bitch music. They do. They do. So For the baddies, bad bitch. which all of you are. Go, Go ahead and tap, tap in. in. Yeah. <laughs> tap in. <laughs> okay. So moving on to the TV show or movie of the week. So my movie of the week is I recently just watched this with my boyfriend. Um, it's called Vacation Friends, and it has it's um, on Hulu. Yes, yeah, on Hulu. It has uh John Cena in it. Um, uh, what's her name from Insecure? They play um the African one. Uh, yeah, I forgot. Is it why 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 Yvonne? Yvonne, Yvonne. I was gonna say Yvonne. Yvonne, yeah, she's in it. Um, it's another actor. He's the one from Get Out. The from best Get Out, friend. yeah, yeah. So, um, and then I don't know who the other lady was, but um, they're all in the movie. It was actually really funny. funny. It's basically like they meet these people on vacation, and then the people like crash their wedding, 
and they like awkwardly become friends. Yeah, I so, seen the previews of it. Yeah, it was funny. It was actually funny. I enjoyed it. So I watched it. My boyfriend fell asleep per usual. But, <laughs> <laughs> but um no, but that's my movie of the week. I'm always have something new because I love, love, love watching TV. Yeah. That's probably my favorite pastime. Time to de- decompress. Yes, I love Yeah, I love watching TV. So so for me, um, he was watching with me uh, last night, Dynasty. So Dynasty is a show that I was randomly watching during um, lockdown. Mm-hmm. So they dropped the the newest season this week or really recently. So I honestly forgot everything that happened. So I've been rewatching <laughs> it so I can remember, you know, everything that happened. So the Dynasty is um, a show on Netflix. It is a, like a it's like a soap opera, but they can actually act. It has a really mm-hmm. good storyline. It's hella drama. So if you like drama, watch it. And it's funny. It's like it funny is. drama. And the cast is really diverse. They have mm-hmm. white people, black people, Hispanic people. And I like that. I love a diverse Yeah, the cast. show is pretty yeah. diverse now that I'm thinking it's about pretty, it. It's pretty good. Mm-hmm. I like the way they act. Um, So, yeah. Yeah, that show. I was watching it with her. Yeah, it's just funny. randomly. It was a good show. Yeah. I was watching it too. A little so bit you last like night. Dra- like, I guess a dramedy, drama and comedy. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah it's like soap. It's opera, like a soap opera, but better acting for mm-hmm. sure. But yeah. All right, let's move on to some black excellence. All right, so we're gonna do a segment where oh, we want to highlight a yeah, black, black um owned company. Every week to yeah. put y'all on. Put y'all on. Because there's a lot of them out here and making some good stuff. So I'll go ahead and let you start with okay. yours. Since so, yours is local. I'll go first. So the black business I want to highlight is Creative Cuisines Catering, a.k.a. Meal Preps by Chef Mimi. So this is a Fort Worth-based uh, catering company. So I met Chef Mimi because she caters for the gym I work at. So basically we have a fridge in the gym she loads it up every week and our clients and our members and even the coaches are able to buy meals from out of the fridge. So the meals are super convenient. They're creative. They taste great and they are affordable. So uh, this is really going to be really great for you if you want a meal prep, but you don't want to cook. You don't want to go grocery shopping like she can do it for you. So how it works is every Monday she posts her menu of the week so you can see this on her website or her social media so you have until thursday of the week to order and you place your order online so how her meals work you get a breakfast option a lunch option and sorry dinner options they're really good um they range from about seven to ten dollars just depending on what's in it Mm -hmm. if it's like seafood it's going to be a little bit more expensive so the minimum you have to spend if you're going to order with her online is 50 bucks. That's really not That's bad. really, really affordable. That'll be about seven to eight meals, mm-hmm. just like depending on what you um, order. And um, I, like I said, I like it. Like I had some salmon last week. Um, it was super, super good. So once you order online, you can either. So you order, you pay. Saturday, you go pick it up. So it's located on like the southwest side of Fort Worth. The address is going to be on her website. So from... It's 10 to 2 p.m. on a Saturday. Every Saturday, that's when you go pick up your meals. Mm. If you can't make it, they do have a delivery option that is an extra fee, but you basically get in contact with her via email and you let her know your address or where you want them delivered. And then they do deliveries on Monday. So if you are struggling with meal prep, go ahead and check her out. Super affordable. And like I said, it's tasty. We I will drop her a 
her uh, links in the show notes, so mm-hmm. her website and her Instagram. But if you're got a pen, go ahead and write this down. <laughs> so her website is creativecuisinescatering.com and her Instagram is the same thing, Creative Cuisine Catering. And I can vouch that that meal prep food is it's as good. hell. Oh my God. It's so good. I remember they came to one of y'all events. events yeah. And they was boot camps, yeah, yeah, and they was like giving out the Samples. meals, and they were. It's high have, quality. It it is high quality, and it's so weird how we was talking about the vegetables. How she was, they were saying they don't put salt or something yeah, in it, but, but it the way they season. season it is so it tastes better, better than like I don't know, like it's it's so weird because like I'm not the biggest fan of greens, yeah, and they had like the sample greens, and I just went ahead and tried it, and I was like, oh my. Yeah, most of the options are going to be like no pork, like no pork Mm -hmm. at all. It's mostly like ground turkey, salmon. Yeah, I had like a um, uh, a taco bowl. Yeah, taco bowl. That was so good, bro. Yeah, it's pretty good. Like, I don't know what she does to her greens, but it's it's I don't know what she do to them things either. The green beans is good, too. The veggies are Are bomb. The veggies are so good the way that they are cooked. She does put labels on them um, with like the carb content, protein, Mm -hmm. fat, and calories. So if you do track that type of stuff, you can see how much is in it, but... From a trainer's perspective, those meals are probably like one to two serving sizes of like each entree that you're getting, which mm-hmm. is so it basically keeps Double you portioning, portioning, mm-hmm. uh, portioning out. But it keeps like you satisfied, so mm-hmm. you're not going to be eating too little to where you're still hungry, but you're also not going to be overeating. So that's why I like them. It gives yeah. you exactly just what your stomach needs to like digest and mm-hmm. be fine, basically. Yeah, that food is good, y'all. Y'all, mm-hmm. yeah, shout out to Chef Mimi. Yes, food was good. She's gorgeous as well. <laughs> Okay, so my, um, I forgot what I was going to say. Black business? Yeah, I don't know what I was going to say. I was going to say my black excellence, but um, <laughs> it's like a commercial. Okay, so my business for the black excellence is Be Rooted Co. So that is literally the um, Instagram name, and also that's how you find them. Just type in um, on Google Be Rooted Co. But it is a black-owned and woman-owned business and they make um stationary um things like journals spirals pens stuff like that in like gift sets but um yeah so i actually have one of my own i oh hold on child let me show y'all on the camera hold on let me all right i see that look at that that is beautiful. beautiful high quality so um just looking on their website so they gifted this to me thank y'all by the way but um on the website they're ranging from about like 22 dollars to 30 mm-hmm. and but the thing is you're like oh 30 dollars first of all they're located in target you can order them offline too they're in target and everybody know everything in target is a little bougie. expensive it's in bougie but they belong there because their stuff is high quality so my favorite thing about this spiral is um, this material that's like on the front is really thick. Like it does not bend and it's like laminated mm-hmm. or glossed over. So I had accidentally got a little syrup uh, on it from being greedy, eating breakfast. And I was like, oh, no, it's ruined. Oh, no, the <laughs> journal, it's ruined. And um, I went and got like water like on a little towel and I was able to wipe it off. And it's literally smack brand new. But this spiral, this is my... Um, unapologetically melanated spiral for obvious reasons the beautiful woman on the front but they have like a different variety of spirals and journals pins and things like that to choose from with a whole bunch of different black women that's on it like variety you are mm-hmm. bound to find Someone a spiral that journal like that you. looks 
like you. And even yeah. if you don't want somebody necessarily to look like you, it's, it's so many different choices they can uh, that you can choose from. But this spiral is really nice. It has a bunch of pages as well. But it's nice to see stationary, stationary that stuff you. that, like, it's hard, like, growing up, you know, being in school buying spirals. Like, mm-hmm. I wish I had stuff more like this mm-hmm. when I was growing up with Did somebody that you know that represents your culture so i really do like it but yes be rooted check them out the owner uh the founder is jasmine foster a black woman so but check them out be rooted co and shout out to target for lately they've been putting uh black businesses on the map uh, yeah for they, sure. they like, really have you walk into a target they they've been on it pretty really, lately it's like a company that like actually cares about like diversity. you see commercials and yeah. everything they um i have noticed that they work more closely, closely. with like because uh, who else is in their honeypot yeah i believe there's black owned too and they like with their commercials and stuff they highlight um but i was telling you how i went to the makeup se- uh, section and they had like juvia's place in there mm-hmm. they had um what is it i cannot pronounce it it started with like a i cannot pronounce that brand but it's another black owned brand mm-hmm. like they have really good foundation but um they they they've been really stepping it up and Target, you know, Target is not. Target is not. You know, yeah, always Target. got Starbucks in there. <laughs> not Starbucks. But, um, yeah, so check them out. Be rooted, cow. All, All right. right. So let's get into the nitty gritty. Okay. Nitty gritty. So um, our physical health segment is going to be called Get Molded with Mia, Mia of course. And y'all know. Uh, molded by Mia is her business, but um, Mia is gonna kind of facilitate the physical, fit, yeah, the physical health fitness, segments. and you know we're just gonna bounce off each other. All right, and some bounce balls. <laughs> so with the new year approaching very very soon, you know everyone is gonna be setting them New Year's resolutions, mm-hmm. which I love as a trainer. And you know how everybody start up fired up, ready to go. Everybody in the gym, You're like. Then February, March come, that fire dies and pick back up before the yeah, summer to get you picking that. back up them eating ha- bad eating habits mm-hmm. and you like not going to the gym no more. So today I want to just drop some gems, some advice to help y'all um through this. <clears throat> so I'm gonna give y'all five tips to help you build your fitness goal. So one thing that I notice is with people is the goal is not great. Like your some people's goals kind of start off on the wrong foot. Like your goal is the first thing that you set, you know, you think about before you even step in the gym, before mm. you get that membership, before you go to the grocery store. It's mm-hmm. all about the goal. So if your goal is not really good, you know, or leading you in so that what right you direction. Mean, like, isn't good. Like so I'm, I'm gonna get into okay. that. I'm gonna get into that. <laughs> um, so really I just wanna help y'all. Start off on the right foot because mm-hmm. it's all about uh, about the goal. The, your goal is the, like the intention that you set, and stuff is weak. You know. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Okay. I get what you you know, you're gonna fall short quick. You're gonna get really, really frustrated. So hold on, got my little notes. All right. So first, and if you have anything you want to chime in, go ahead. It's me. First <laughs> of all, you want to make sure that your goal is specific. Be don't be vague. Mm-hmm. Um. Be clear. So some common unclear goals. Some people will be like, I just want to be healthy or I just want to lose weight. I just need exercise more. I just want to get fit. It's too general. It's too general. Mm -hmm. So make it more specific. So I'm going to give you all some examples. So I want to improve my fitness level by working out four times a week Mm. versus I just need to exercise more. Okay, how many days though? Mm -hmm. You know, Uh, another one is I want to reduce my body fat levels. 
I want, instead of like, oh, I just want to lose weight. Mm-hmm. How much? Mm-hmm. You know? Um, I just want to get fit. But, okay, what does that mean? Usually you're saying, yeah, what I is want to strengthen. To you? Like, you want to strengthen your total body. You want to mm-hmm. get more toned, basically. Mm-hmm. Your muscles want to be more defined, right? Mm-hmm. But that fit can be, oh, I just want to be able to walk up and down the stairs without, you know, breathing heavy. Mm-hmm. Or feeling like I'm about to have a heart attack. I'm about to fall out, you know? Mm-hmm. So really make sure your goal is specific. Don't be very, 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 very vague. And the thing is, once you reach one goal, you can always make another. Yeah. And that's something we talked about. Like for me, the beginning of this year was because with the whole quarantine thing, I had like, I couldn't lift no more. Mm-hmm. So I was doing like body weight stuff, but that helped me maintain weight, but that didn't help me like build the muscle mm-hmm. that I wanted. So my goal was to gain 10 pounds. Then once I gained the 10 pounds, I was like, okay, then my next focus was my back mm-hmm. and my quads, which has been my focus since then. And it's just like my quads has been building up a lot. So it's yeah. just kind of like, once you reach one goal, you can always switch to another. Yeah. Like, you can have multiple goals. Yes. Also, next thing, this number two. It needs to be measurable. What is going to be your indicator of progress? Mm-hmm. A lot of people will start their fitness journey and have like a weak goal that's not specific. And so you have nothing to measure. Mm-hmm. So you just go into the gym and you're trying to eat right. And you probably are doing a good job, but like, what's the comparison? What's the what you're mm-hmm. comparing? So if you just keep looking at yourself at yourself in the mirror every day, you're not gonna see changes because it's like, like the naked eye, you know? Yeah. So if you're taking pictures, if you're weighing yourself, if you um are measuring yourself, like you use something like that as an indicator of progress. So um, some things you can use, you can measure your body fat if you want to. You can buy a body fat scale off of Amazon. Um, they're like $30. It's literally a scale that you stand on. It's digital. And you like basically download an app and it'll weigh you and also tell you your body fat percentage. Um, you can say like, okay, I want to be in a medium size shirt or a certain mm. size pants. You know, that's something that you can actually track. You can buy an item that you really do want to fit and keep uh, trying it on and taking pictures in it. And you can see how well you're fitting in it that versus like using clothes, not having pro- like an indicator of progress at all. Um, even in the gym, like, I know a lot of women struggle with push-ups mm-hmm. or pull-ups, you know. Mm-hmm. I want to be able to do 10 push-ups. Mm-hmm. I want to be able to do uh, this amount of pull-ups. I want to be able to run a mile. Let's say you can only walk one. You know, I want to be able to run a mile in this time. Like, so really try to find those indicators of progress that really mean a lot to you. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, that's, that's that makes perfect sense. Because you're right. Sometimes it's like trying to guesstimate it on your own. It's not where, or it's just like yeah. if it's too general, it's like I just need to go to the gym. But it's like, okay, what are you actually trying to work towards? And I feel like that also when you have specific goals, that keeps you motivated. motivated exactly. When you have something specific, I really want to reach this goal. Versus like, child, I'm just in the gym because I need to be here. Yeah. So, so me, my sense. role as a trainer normally like when I have consultations with my clients, we talk about all this stuff, and I usually mm-hmm. ask them the questions to pull that information out of them. But for you guys who are like kind of feeling like you're on your own, like really mm-hmm. sit down and do some critical thinking and figure out like why you want to achieve this stuff before you even go to the gym. You also, number three is making sure your goal is achievable. So is your goal realistic? Can you make it happen? So what I mean by this is do not, and this is, I remember I am certified. I'm educated when I say these type of things. Do not be saying things like I want to lose 30 pounds in a month. No, <laughs> I want to lose five pounds in a week. No. That's that type of stuff. Don't let is, the Instagram don't let's, fool yes. you with them plans. That type having. of stuff is not realistic. Or I want to get abs in three weeks. No, 
<laughs> so if y'all online, y'all see any type of plans that are promising you t- these type of things. No, they don't even know you how your body type. <laughs> how can how can someone you don't know promise you that you're going to lose this amount of weight? And they know nothing about you. They don't know your lifestyle. You got nothing. medical conditions or concerns. So no, they know especially they just saying, girl, go do this. And, and especially the ab thing. That's mm-hmm. I feel like that's my top pet peeve is like if you want to get abs in three weeks. You don't even know how much body fat this person has on them. Yeah. It that literally depends. It varies from person to person. So buying general plans that are not personalized to you, no. <laughs> don't do it. You're going to literally waste your time and be really, really also, frustrated. Also, like Mia was saying, she is certified. She knows what she's talking about. She went to school for this. She has a certification in training. A lot of the girls on Instagrams that are self-made trainers or whatever like that, a lot of them do not have certifications and become... And I'm not saying... That they don't know what they're doing, but at the end of the day, they are literally not certified and they're selling you a plan. And it's just yes. kind of like. So attempting to lose weight faster than you should is honestly unhealthy. You need to be just be patient with the process. And I'll get into more of that later uh, in mm-hmm. the podcast. But just teaching people how to be patient with the process. But quick fixes are mm-hmm. not good. Usually if someone is offering you a quick fix. You're most like they're most likely targeting, uh, like you losing more like muscle mass. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? So okay. I'll I'm gonna get into that a little bit later. But what I'm basically trying to point out to y'all is making sure that your goal is realistic and it's achievable. Mm-hmm. You don't want to set like goals that are literally too high or literally damn near impossible because you're gonna be so pissed off when you don't when you don't reach it and you're gonna want not want to do this. Like why am I doing all this? Ain't shit happening. Yep. That's how you're literally gonna feel, and that's what a lot of people be just like, "Fuck it." Yeah, I do, am yeah. not doing this no more. Like, I'm gonna go back to doing whatever I want to do because it's not working. But it's like the goal that you had is or have is so unrealistic. And I feel like this is where having a personal trainer comes, comes into, play. into play. If you are lost and you don't know, like you have trouble with things like this, you have trouble keeping up. That's what a personal yeah, trainer is giving for. you clarity and helping you. They like, literally help it. you create a plan Plans specific enough, you. yeah, that literally targets you versus, like you said, just buying a general plan yeah. that can be for whoever and a mama. But it's just kind of like, and that's cool. Maybe for people that's already in the process of working out, yeah. or you've been doing this for years or whatever, you just want to do something mm-hmm. new. But like you struggling to get started, or like I said, to reach specific goals, and like I said, and you don't know how to do this. This is yeah. where a personal trainer come into play. Or even, like, be careful with the internet. Like, you seeing somebody that you think is beautiful and you like, I want to look like her. Mm-hmm. But especially when it comes to celebrities, because, one, celebrities are going to have more money than us, honestly. So they're yeah. going to be able to invest a little more in their physical health. Mm-hmm. When I say invest, I mean surgery and or, like, getting chefs, like, people mm-hmm. making their food. Like, imagine if you had your own personal chef. You'd be sad. That you can literally, you have so much access to clean eating that you that we don't have. Mm-hmm. It's just normal, regular people. So, before you see someone on Instagram, because I get that, I want to like her. Well, I'm like, one, her body ain't real. So, <laughs> she look good, though. And I can try my best to get you to where you need to be. Yeah. But, like, stuff like that or just I want to like her. But, like, okay, she's rich. Yeah, and she's able to, to invest. Careful. Some people don't disclose, like, uh, their BBLs or, like, surgery either. A lot of people don't even say it. And then they selling plans yeah. or they just doing stuff. And it's like you looking at them, but they, they I mean, technically they don't have to post about it. Yeah. So it's just like a lot of these people don't even disclose, like, what they got going yeah. on either. 
and you can't compare your fitness journey to someone else's. Mm-hmm. Like some people, um, like most of y'all body goes, honestly, I'm not I'm not even talking about ones with surgery. Like I'm talking about regular people who just have been disciplined and consistent over years, mm-hmm. a long period of time. They've worked for it. Yep. So like me, I've worked for I've been working out and dedicating a lot of time to my fitness journey for a long time. So if you come to me saying I want to look like you, well, it's, it's not going it to happen overnight. It took a lot of mm-hmm. years. Like y'all just kind of seeing what it is now. But I been I've been through a lot. Like mm-hmm. I've, I, it took me time to get here. It's going to take you time. That's really a part of being patient with the process. And really, I like love to preach loving your body at every stage of its fitness mm-hmm. journey. Loving it every it's the only body that you have. So don't shame yourself. Don't get down on yourself. It's we all a work in progress. So love yourself through it. It's literally okay as long as you're doing your best. You giving all that you can at every stage, that's great. I mean, but if you're not, okay, let's step it up. Yep. So, yeah. Thank I kind of got on a tangent. <laughs> okay. So the next, it. the next one, I think this is number four. Oh, ours. Because I have five now. <laughs> so next one, make sure that it is irrelevant to you. Does it kind of ties into what I was saying? Does mm-hmm. your goal fit you personally? Is it important to you? Mm-hmm. So for some examples, like sometimes you know family friends significant others can be like you kind of picking up weight so is that why you in the gym because someone told you no you want to be in the gym you want to dedicate time to your finished journey for yourself not for a man or for another human being but you Mm -hmm. um so or your health reasons or try to dig deep like i said do some critical thinking and look within and see like why do i want to do this Mm -hmm. some people you may have um health complications you went to the doctor mm-hmm. and the doctor was like, okay you need to start working out okay there you go Doing it, for it makes it relevant yeah. for you you know so really try to dig deep and understand why you want to do this hold on i think that's my last point i'm looking <laughs> at my notes to make sure but more of the story do not build your fitness goal based on someone else period yeah and you know that's something you kind of taught me to like learning your body type mm-hmm. figuring out goals it's specific to your body type because one of my issues was like the hip area. I'm yeah. not hippie at all. Like it's given so on both ends. So I'm not mm-hmm. like a hippie person. So it's just like, I know one thing you taught me was just, just like, girl, it don't matter how hard you work out. Them hips ain't coming because it's not genetically there. It's also a bone. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like that's something I used to struggle with. Cause I'm like, why I keep doing this, but it ain't doing this it's doing this <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's like why but it's just like i know that's something that you taught me it's just like specific yeah. goals for yourself it's, it's, and like yeah, also genetics. one thing that helps me is following girls that who, look like that you. have similar mm-hmm. builds to me because it's like if you would follow a bunch of if i follow a, a bunch of naturally hippie women of course i'm gonna be like mm-hmm. i'm not gonna look like that so i think that's another thing when it comes to realistic goals is you know instagram you following the you know um, fitness girls and stuff like that. Follow people that have Look similar like body you. types to you. That's or realistic. that promote a lot of body positivity, mm-hmm. like a lot of just like like I'm saying, like loving yourself at your mm-hmm. own stage and not like if you follow someone that is really triggering your insecurity, unfollow them. Like yep. that, do that for yourself. It's nothing that they're not trying to like you know trigger you. Yeah, you they know? just on Instagram. They just on Instagram doing their thing. Doing that thing yeah. But they're like, if you honestly feel that you know in the pit of your stomach that ah. Uh, Go ahead and unfollow them for your mental health. It's okay. Please, please do it for yourself. Do it for yourself. All right. Number five is just, it's time, timely. 
you do have to set deadlines and time frames for yourself. Mm-hmm. So don't just be like, oh, I want to like set your goal and let's say whatever. I'm going to see how long it takes. No, <laughs> let's just try to put some time on it realistically. I feel like that make you work harder too. It like does. trying to reach a deadline. But you want it to be a reasonable deadline. Yeah. So like I said before, not that I want to lose 10 pounds in one week. Mm-hmm. That's not reasonable. Um, I don't know if I already said this before, but like aiming to lose one or two pounds of body fat, I feel like it's healthy. Mm-hmm. That's normal. That's something that it, if, you, if you're being as consistent as you can and do what you're supposed to do, you can you can achieve that. Yeah. But uh losing ten pounds in a week or thirty pounds in a month, like it stuff like, like that. Like Yeah, that and that that's therapy. why y'all should invest in a personal trainer, even if you don't want to like pay for their service for a long period of time. Cause I do meet people who just need to talk. That's mm-hmm. okay. Like book that consultation and just get some clarity on what your time frame should be. So you can know, okay, I'm on that like once you talk to someone who's an expert in the field you will leave that conversation feeling very empowered and on the right path. So it is literally okay to invest your time and your money into a trainer, even for a little bit. I have had clients that I miss them, but I we had to come to understanding I can't train them no more because they don't need me because I've taught them so much and they get it. And so now they can do this on their own and honestly help other people. And that's really my goal is to help y'all and y'all go away and y'all not in a mean way you know but y'all go and y'all do y'all thing y'all thriving without me because i've taught you everything you need to know mm-hmm. so that way someone else can take that spot and i can help them mm-hmm. so it's okay to invest in a personal trainer you don't have to train with them like forever yeah you know but like y'all do need them that's that's why this is a field and this <laughs> is also science this is exercise science, science. and i feel like um some people don't realize that that's why mm-hmm. it's very important, uh, once again, to not just take buy plans from anyone off the internet because physical education is a science. Yep. So you do need to know certain things to help people the right way, mm-hmm. the most healthy way, you know? So just keep that in mind as y'all are looking for personal trainers. Like, y'all don't have to come to me specifically, you know, but if you want to, you can. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> I can't wait. You can, but... I'm just stressing the importance of getting a, investing in your health, mm-hmm. your money, and your time. Health it's is wealth. It. Health is wealth. It is. But yeah, so I'm going to recap real quick the five points again. Okay. Yes, ma'am. Give y'all some closure. So make sure it's specific. We're not being vague and setting just random goals that have no target, specific target. All right? Mm-hmm. We're making sure it's measurable. So we are finding indicators of progress okay so whenever we are you know growing in our fitness journey we're actually able to track it so pictures weigh-ins a certain clothes size you know make sure you're having an indicator of progress achievable make sure it's achievable you we're not setting goals that are unrealistic okay (laughs) make sure it's relevant to you so you are setting your fitness goals because you want to not because someone else told you. We're not, we're not looking at people no more on Instagram. Mm-mm. And also remember time. Make sure we are putting time frames on our goals. Okay? So we're not just out here. Just out here. All right? All right. So that is my segment. Your turn. Yes, ma'am. You know what? I just thought about another loss. What? My piercing. Oh, yeah. So, y'all, I don't know if y'all follow me on Instagram already, but... 
I just randomly thought another lot. I touched right here. I'm so used to. I have a dermal piercing mm-hmm. in the middle of my chest, uh, my tattoo right here, and it definitely like my body rejected it. I've been having it since like March, and mm. it randomly just halfway came out. And I had to go to the tattoo shop and get it pulled out, but it's okay because he told me there's another piercing that I can get. I'm gonna get a uh, what's it called? A sternum. 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 What? Sternum. Like the sternum bone? Yeah, I guess. Sternum. Back right here. I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sternum tattoo. I want to keep saying surface tattoo, but he told me it was a surface level tattoo. Uh, that's why. Stern- that's on the sternum? Yeah. Sternum. So it'll be like, kind of almost like, you know, you get your belly button pierced. You getting a go, piercing right there? Yep. Getting another one after this heel. He told me I got to wait three weeks. If you don't know, Bev's obsessed with tattoos. <laughs> Snapbacks and tattoos. She Snapbacks. has a lot. I have a lot. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Okay, so moving on. Sorry, I just randomly thought about that. Yeah, you was pretty upset about it. I was. I was sick. I love that piercing. My derma was so cute. and But I'm just glad that it didn't leave yeah, like a really big scar. Star, yeah. It's literally like a tiny little hole right there. Just like a little one. You got to get up close to see it. But at least it didn't ruin my tattoo. All right, moving on to mental health is well with Beverly Cohen. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Child, not the daiquiris getting to me. Okay. We sipping on daiquiris, by the way, y'all, if y'all ain't From know. classic daiquiri. Southern, oh, yeah, Southern, Southern classic, classic daiquiri. daiquiri. Yeah, that place There's is one good. in Dallas and Fort Worth. There's another one, too. I think it's in Richardson, too. That place good, y'all. Check Besides them out. Besides when they ran out of pasta. <laughs> Bitch, I don't understand. Yo, I literally be, came one day. They said, in. we don't got no more noodles. <laughs> they opened up at 12 like, o'clock, 1 what? o'clock, no more pasta. <laughs> no more pasta. Like, are y'all taking that home to your families? <laughs> uh, they then they be up. mad. They be mad at you for asking. Y'all know this is know, a high commodity up here. They know good damn what they got them on the back and they finna get asked the rest of the night. <laughs> they need to have a sign up. Just have it at the dough. No, they no for real. Their daiquiris and their food is great. It's but good. y'all, they do run out of pasta. They pasta is so really So we'll bomb. try to call, right? So we'll try to call <laughs> before we go up there. They don't want to answer the phone. So we got to go up there. It's like, you call them a lot. He like, damn. Okay, fuck it. Let's just go up there. <laughs> hey, y'all got some pasta. No. It's like, before you can even get it out, they're like, before no. When you pronounce that P, they like, uh-uh. We ain't got a pasta. But no, he said we had them on noodles. I was like, bro. <laughs> See, I have all the ingredients but noodles. He's like, yeah. Run to Walmart. Expeditiously. No, because one by my house, there's a um, a Albertsons next door. Mm. I'm like, yeah, let's go get some noodles from over there. Come on, y'all. Bro, I ain't been to Albertsons since I was like 10. I love Albertsons. I ain't seen Albertsons. I don't even think there's one near me. I think the only they one need I need self checkouts. The ones I have by my house, they don't have such a self checkout. Most places so is doing self checkout now, like straight up. You go to Walmart, they got like yeah. ten cash registers now. Everything else is self checkout. You go to a bigger one, they got like the big self checkout. Yeah, that's sections. how the one by my house ain't no uh, regular registers. It's literally all self. I was about to say, there's one by my parents' house. That's how it is. It's just straight up like self checkout. But I mean, it's a little easier that way too. I don't be tripping about it yeah. honestly. Like get over fasting. Okay, Sorry, I don't know how we got on self checkout. <laughs> Check out classic, uh, Southern Classic yes. Daiquiri Factory. Sorry for dragging y'all. But, but this one, this one is the um, Jam- I, Jamaican, what the hell is it called? Jamaican Me Crazy? I, I think that Victoria, was. All this shit be touching say to me. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. Logie. <laughs> I'm like, literally every single daiquiri. Da- they have like literally 100 daiquiris on a menu. <laughs> all of it tastes the exact same. 
Oh, he can't tell me they're not doing this, putting the same. Bro, chill out, chill out, chill out, chill out. We love y'all though. We do. Okay, we I'm love sorry. y'all because <laughs> it's low key. It's good though. It's good though. It's good. This got hypnotic and margarita mix. I think. I don't, I don't even know what mine's got. I just be like Victoria's Secret. I just get saying one every time just because it never fails me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Sorry, y'all. Back to mental health as well. We started talking about daiquiris. Okay. All right. Sorry. I had a burp. <laughs> okay, so today um, I want to talk about two things that I'm kind of dealing with recently. So the first thing I want to talk about is the importance of breaks, um, especially when it comes to like uh, triggering your stress, mm-hmm. anxiety, things like that. So um, that's something that I have been dealing with recently is giving myself grace and giving myself breaks. Mm-hmm. Like I be on the go. And like, I feel like everybody that know me, I do not sit down. You don't. I don't. I be ripping around and around doing everything under the sun almost every single day. And I feel like if I don't get things done, I'm my own worst critic. And that's something that I feel like as people, we have to work on not criticizing yeah. ourselves so hard. Mind, mindful self-compassion, which is basically in psychology, mm-hmm. learning to be nice to yourself. It's important. You have to be nice to yourself because ain't nobody going to bring you down. Like you bring you live in your you own head. Safe, yeah. yeah, you live in your own head. You know how you feel. You know how you think. So it's just like practicing mindful self-compassion is so important. And I feel like I do great sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I feel like sometimes I fall off just like any other person. You would think like, oh, you got this whole degree. Yeah. But it's like, I'm a person at the end of the day. Yeah. And sometimes I feel like life be going by so fast that I just forget things. If we being real or forget to check up on myself. Yeah. And as so, an entrepreneur, I feel like, mm-hmm. especially for both of us, we are literally our own bosses. That so, too. like, you have no one to answer to but yourself. So it's like, if I set a goal and I, like, don't hit it like I was supposed to, because I, you sometimes you just don't, life, mm-hmm. like you said, just get the move. It's crazy. And you're just like, dang, I was supposed to do this and this today and I didn't. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you say as an entrepreneur, you do have to be hard on yourself because like you are your own boss. And if you don't have no self-discipline, yeah. it's ain't, it ain't gonna happen. Exactly. Sometimes it's like the self-discipline is a little overboard. Yeah. And you forget to like relax yeah. and sit like, back. Hey, you are a human being. Yeah. So it's just like you gotta relax. It's like you leave it. I've leaving on the morning, so I'm gonna come back till 10. Yeah. Like uh, doing everything I need to do. And it's like by the time I get home, I don't feel like cooking. I don't feel like doing yeah. nothing. And I just like sit down and watch TV. And then I feel like that's how you get into the bad eating habits yeah. and things of that nature because it's like you so tired that you can't. That's why I was like sometimes I forget to do the small things that I need to do around the house because I'm so focused on my career mm-hmm. and things of that nature. So recently I had no choice but to give myself a break because I actually had to go to the hospital because um, I think most of y'all, if y'all follow me on Instagram, you know that I post about my chronic migraines. Like it's hereditary. My mom gets my, I like literally wake up every single day from migraine, but I've been getting my massages mm-hmm. and that's been helping. But um, yeah, I deal with chronic migraines and it turns out I have vertigo, which is basically, it's like you have a imbalance. It causes like a lot of dizziness, like uh, lightheadedness, uh, things of that nature. Mm-hmm. So turns out I have vertigo, but I didn't, the vertigo would come, but it will be like sporadically, I guess. But I was so stressed out like since i don't know since like july mm-hmm. and i feel like eventually all that stress all that caught up to me to the point where i started having dizzy spells where i would pass out like by myself in my own apartment 
for like seconds at a time and then I will snap back and snap back into consciousness and then be damn near finna hit my head because I was in the middle of falling and I knew it was bad when I had like three in a day mm -hmm. and usually it would happen like every maybe couple of months or weeks but mm -hmm. then it went into like every day multiple times a day and it's just like the stress was literally that's what the doctor told me when I went to the hospital first of all I didn't know I, I didn't even know I had vertigo mm -hmm. so when they told me I was like that makes sense Cause like my mom, like vertigo is like an extension of your migraine, so it makes sense. But they basically was questioning me and stuff, and they was they literally was like, "Girl, sit the fuck down somewhere." Yeah, That's basically what they told stress me. Stress does manifest physically. Yes, like emotional you can literally stress physically make yourself sick. sick. Yes. literally by being mentally yeah, like stressed stress. out. So um, I had to sit down, and y'all, it was hard. Like I. Uh, Y'all probably noticed on my Instagram, I've been chilling with content lately, but I had to because it's like, if I didn't, like, level myself out a little bit, I had to give myself, like, a small break because I was literally finna, like, make myself, I was making myself sick mm -hmm. by stressing out by working so hard. So, I feel so much better now. That's like, cool. getting my break, that. like, I feel mentally better. Physically better. I haven't been having like the dizzy spells. I have like mm -hmm. my little moments, like how it was before. Mm -hmm. Cause I feel like it's something that I have. There's no cure for it. So you yeah. can't like just, oh, just get rid of it. But I do have medication now. But it's just like, it's chill back out to how it was before. But I literally, like, this happened three the week after, uh, like the week after my birthday. So about like three or four oh, weeks yeah. ago. And I had to literally chill out. So I just want to talk about giving yourself breaks mm -hmm. giving yourself some grace to relax like we all be busy bees and we be mm -hmm. and like i said as an entrepreneur you have no one else to tell you really what at the end do. of the day what to do with yourself mm -hmm. so i feel like you're like well i gotta get five six seven eight done and one two three and da da da, da. i gotta meet these deadlines i got mm -hmm. this brand deal i got this one da, 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 da. and like i'm all over the place like running here doing this meetings da 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 neo curly like just going back and forth and it's just like i would never give myself proper breaks yeah. it's like yeah okay you go out with your friends that's not even a break itself just sitting there relaxing not doing or going nothing. and doing something for yourself going to get your feet done mm -hmm. going to like you know like a spa or something or things of that nature so it's just like just remember give yourself some breaks like we all need breaks and it is okay you are a whole human you are not meant to be 25 uh, 8 yeah. on the t -t -t go 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 you me, have to relax i felt like my business like motor by mia was becoming like almost my personality and my identity mm -hmm. so it's like motor by mia and mia are two different like things mm -hmm. and i was like kind of treating motor by mia like as as me yeah, and yep. it's like it's not so it's like if i fail in my business or i have a shortcoming or a loss it's like i would take it personally like mm -hmm. it's actually like hurting me and it's just like okay you got to separate yourself from the business because I can't have my mental health, you know, depending on how well my business mm -hmm. is doing. Like, you're great when your business is doing everything you want it to do. But when it's not, like, you literally take it so personally that you fall into, like, you know, because yeah. you know how I do. Like, I, like, kind of, like, back away and I yeah, don't talk get to yeah, yeah. get distant because I'm trying to, like, figure stuff out. And it's like, you can't do that. I need to separate the two. So I try to give myself at least two days out the week where I'm doing nothing that pertains to more about me, period. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm Same, not on a computer. I'm, I'm not to going out. to the gym to do nothing because yeah. i'm always not going to the gym for nothing just sitting at home or like 
just doing something that's like has nothing to do watching tv yeah watching tv always make me feel better that's my favorite decompression same Uh, tv i love watching tv movies lifetime movies specifically so it's just like same thing i had to learn how to separate bev and curly bevy Mm -hmm. curly bevy is not me all the time Mm -hmm. so it's like you have to curly bevy is work now for myself and it's just like yeah it's an extension of me and it's not like i'm online being fake or anything like that but it's like that content like yeah, the constant, that constant social media, media presence yeah. like it, it is overwhelming and that's something i had to do was kind of step back just a little bit mm-hmm. from social media it is overwhelming getting like 50 dms a day on instagram like that shit stressed me out like i will log into instagram and see hella dms and log my ass the fuck back out because i'm just like today I'm just like, ugh. I had to literally dedicate time to answer. To but that's that. a lot of people trying to talk to you at one time. It's str- And mm-hmm. then it's like, I stress out if I don't answer them back now, I feel bad. Yeah, and it's just, same. I had to learn how to not feel bad. It's just like, shit, there'd be a lot going on. So, but social media breaks are important as well. Yeah, just so taking, there's a lot that be going like, on. It's, I it's take a lot it of off stuff. my phone. Yeah. Like, I wish I could completely delete it, but. It's you my got job, so it's just like gotta pay yeah, bills. Cause my mom be like, "You see what I sent you?" I'm like, "Girl, I don't have it on my phone right now." She's like, "Why you be doing that?" I'm like, <laughs> "I just be needing breaks. Like, I don't want it on my phone. Period. Because mm-hmm. like, I don't even want to accidentally get on it. You know, mm-hmm. it be accidentally working or like thinking about. I just Same. like I don't want to think about mode by Mia today. So I have to delete it for a day. Same. That's what I do. I kind of just like not be on it. If it's a day I'm taking a break from, I won't post yeah. on my story nothing because it's just like I'm not scrolling. So it'd be like, or I have times where probably the only app I might get on every day is TikTok. TikTok. Just because TikTok is so it's fun. It's so fun, lighthearted. Yeah, so. That's another one of my decompression. You know, TikTok, times, TikTok is fun. I laugh. I and then really, even when I make content for TikTok, even when it's sponsored, it's still fun. It's so fun. So it's just like, TikTok is like, like say it's a decompressor. Like, I don't feel stressed Instagram out. Instagram is so serious. Yeah. Business, entrepreneur, your yeah. business plan. I'm like, oh, child, yeah, shut up. TikTok <laughs> No, Instagram does is more of a seriousness yes. on there for me. But yeah, so but giving yourself some breaks, super, super important. You don't like say it literally will turn into physical, like yeah. sickness. Like you can physically make yourself sick, sick just by mentally not being the best as well. Like your body will will yeah. respond to that. So yeah. um, but yes, giving yourself some normalize breaks. Normalize it. Normalize like, giving yourself your some planner. breaks. I'm normalize. Sorry. Giving yourself a break, relaxing, chilling out, watching the lifetime. Man, movie. don't feel guilty about it. It's just some wine. Yeah. It's your daiquiri. Yeah. Your classic daiquiri. <laughs> Pasta if they have it. <laughs> okay, I'm done. They've hurt my feelings a lot. With it, so. She's salty, y'all. <laughs> okay. But yes, please give yourself some breaks because that's something I'm not gonna lie to you. I don't think I've ever and one thing like my body physically like I will break out my face will break mm-hmm. out so my skin was going through it and I didn't even realize I was stressing myself out and now since I've been relaxing my skin has cleared up so mm-hmm. much and it's so weird because your body will be telling you sis yeah. relax calm down and then you're just like I got things to do I'm gonna go do this yeah. over here and it's just like then it'll be months later you'll be like yeah. <laughs> so other than TikTok and watching TV what are some other ways that you decompress um let's see let's see let's see i like obviously going to get my feet done that's mm-hmm. a good decompressor um i really enjoy shopping by myself as yeah. well going to the store if i know i need some things mm-hmm. i genuinely enjoy going to the mall by some myself retail therapy yeah just a little bit and it's not even like oh i'm gonna go buy up the whole store it's more just like looking i'm by myself You're nobody bothering time. me just yeah. taking my time 
and just looking, you know, uh, like mm-hmm. chill out. I'm also going to get my favorite meal from Pompadour. You love you some so, Pompadour. One thing about me, I'm gonna eat me some Pompadour. I love it. I was talking about that this morning. <laughs> I was like, ooh, I was about this like ten thirty. <laughs> but I do love the um the salmon with the scallops, the crawfish, the mm-hmm. um the little Cajun sauce, the dirty rice. I feel like Very one good. of my decompressions is actually cooking. Like oh, girl, you know, cooking grocery, it does not make me feel good. <laughs> going to the grocery store and, like, taking my time at the grocery store, getting my ingredients. And like, I feel like that make me stress out. <laughs> and then I go home and, like, I'll uh, listen to a podcast probably in, with my AirPods and, like, pour me some wine and, like, mm-hmm. just honestly take Podcast, listen to other... I, we really yeah. like the read in friend zone. Yeah. yeah. So, no, but Jamia's a good cook, y'all. Y'all, she makes some, uh, like this, uh... Brown sugar salmon eat so good. <laughs> but in the air fryer, y'all, it's like the best salmon ever. It's so good. I remember you showed me the season. I was like, huh? It's, it's and brown I, sugar uh, bourbon mm-hmm. by Grillmates. It's so good, y'all. Like Mia, you know, Mia came a long way with her cooking. Because oh, when yes. we was in college. <laughs> it was bad. It was. So, I don't understand why. I remember I, you made that hamburger hamper. You didn't put enough water in it. Oh, my God. I don't God. even know what I was going through at that time. But she is I've a great better. cook now. Mia is a good cook, y'all. She do good, like, really good. And it's like, it tastes healthy and good. The only thing is you be trying to make me eat that zucchini, and I'm like, no. Nah. Zucchini is great. And what is a zucchini and what? Squash? Mm-mm. I don't like zucchini it's at good. all. I can't. Every time I accidentally eat one, I'll be like, <laughs> But um, yeah. So actually, cooking makes me stress mm-hmm. out more. But you know, like I cook because I know I need to. But if I could have a chef, I would because it's not that even that I can't. I just mm-hmm. genuinely never enjoy cooking. Like I don't know, but I feel like remember I was saying you want to try like the Hello Fresh and stuff like that to get more exploring more mm-hmm. with different like recipes. And I think that's part of the reason why I don't like it. I don't think I explore yeah. enough like switching it up to like trying because I do realize when I do try something new out of you the ordinary like I do be like ooh like mm-hmm. I can't believe I'm and it makes me happier when I eat it so I was like maybe I need to like continue mm-hmm. like what did I make the other day oh I think I, I did a uh, lobster tail for the first time mm-hmm. and I was so excited to cook it and da da watch my little videos and whatever and it came out good mm-hmm. so I was just like maybe I need to try different things, things yeah. and it make me happier you know but yeah, but yeah, read the little retail therapy sometimes. Not like, all the time. Podcast listening. Podcast. I do like listen. It is. It's I like fun. doing walks too. You said what? Walks. Walks. Mm-hmm. Oh, going like on taking walks. walks. Also, uh-huh. for me, going to the gym helped me yeah, relieve too. a lot of stress too. Like really going to mm-hmm. the gym and pumping that. I'll be feeling oh, good. Yeah, like, sure. I feel so good about myself after I leave the gym. Like mm-hmm. I'll be in a better mood after I leave the gym. Be Especially if it's a little caffeine involved. Okay, got that pre workout. <clears throat> yeah, <clears throat> being that lifting. Okay, so the other thing I forgot that I want to talk about um, that's kind of relevant right now since uh, it's getting winter time, mm-hmm. it's fall time, is um, something called seasonal affective disorder, mm-hmm. or, or a.k.a. sad or the winter blues. So basically, what it is, is it's literally seasonal depression. Mm-hmm. That's basically um, what it is. I got a couple of notes that I want to give y'all, but it's basically seasonal depression. It mostly happens like in the fall going into the when winter that time change yeah <laughs> it's, like, well, it's that season where you depressed for, for no reason. reason so it's like if you get you the fall in the winter time you like i yeah. am depressed Me and i genuinely week, do not know like, why because y'all know last week it was like cold and mm-hmm. raining and i was just like it affects your mood i was like what's wrong with me like oh 
smooth. Yeah, it's, it's that time. It's, it's the that weather. Time of the year is just like so. Mm-hmm. It can happen in the spring, in the summer. It's mm-hmm. it's less like that, but it's definitely more uh, common in the you know the yeah, colder seasons. I felt miserable basically. last week, honestly. Yeah, that weather sucked it last sucked. week. It really did. But um, and then it's more common in like up north where yeah. the days are a little bit shorter where they have less light as well but yeah. it, it's pretty common um i believe it's more common in women than in men but mm-hmm. men can experience it as well so basically hold on because honestly the the reasoning behind uh seasonal affective disorder is literally lack of sunlight right, right and that's that's literally what it is yeah. like the lack of the sunlight so um basically uh one thing is, so researchers indicated that people with SAD may have reduced activity of the brain chemical serotonin. And if y'all, if y'all know, serotonin is like your happy, mm-hmm. like chemical that makes you happy, puts you in a good mood. Like, see something really nice, like a damn dog and a baby, and their serotonin levels just rise, gives you happiness, um, which helps regulate your mood. And sunlight controls the level of molecules that help maintain normal serotonin levels. But in sad, the regulation does not function properly, resulting in decreased serotonin levels mm-hmm. in the winter. Also, uh, with sad, in when the sunlight is going down, you start producing too much melatonin. Mm-hmm. And y'all you know melatonin makes you go to sleep. I went to bed at 8 o'clock the other day. No, that's why I was like, now you feeling like all, the, especially with the time changing, yeah. you... All of a sudden, at four thirty, you ready to take a whole ass you nap and go to sleep? Tub, you ready to rub a duck down, yeah. go to sleep? And you, it man, like I said, by eight nine o'clock, and you like, damn, it feel late, yeah. but it's because you produce more melatonin during that time. Like it's crazy that the sun can have so much effect on us as people. Yeah. But basically, melatonin is the hormone that is central for maintaining the normal sleep wake cycle. Overproduction of melatonin can increased sleepiness mm-hmm. which is part of the reason why you probably feel so dragged down mm-hmm. you know like sad and just like walking around like damn mm-hmm. i'm not motivated <laughs> at all like you know you're sleeping and then also your body's daily rhythm uh which is your sleep wake cycle is affected as well because basically your melatonin your serotonin mm-hmm. levels is off and you know one is too low one is too high and it's throwing you off also just the change in time yeah. as well throw off your body and it's trying to adjust how can we balance that you say what? How can we balance it? Okay, so, and also, um, lastly, just a deficiency in vitamin D as mm-hmm. well. Vitamin D comes from the sun. So, the, vitamin D kind of, the lack of it intensifies, mm-hmm. like, uh, the other things mm-hmm. as well. Like, has an effect on the serotonin, mm-hmm. melatonin as well. So, it makes it even more, like, like through your body. Mm-hmm. So, basically, you experience the same, like, uh, depressive symptoms, you know, like, it's so many depressive symptoms mm-hmm. out there. I swear. Like, I feel like everybody is different. different. Lack of motivation. Some people get sleep too much. Some people sleep less. I've been sleeping too much lately. I was about to say, me, I tend to sleep more when mm-hmm. I like have, I feel like I'm going through like a depressive episode. Um, some people overeat, yeah. you undereat. Under-eat. It's yeah. really just it's you being out the normal, uh, the normal, yeah. you know? And um, so basically some things that you can do is, so if we want to go like a therapy route mm-hmm. of it, you can do psychotherapy, which is talk therapy. Mm-hmm. And it's basically um, cognitive behavioral therapy. It's like a form of that. And you kind of you go to a counselor. It's like you basically talk. I don't want to explain it. Kind of just like talk about the effect that it has on you. Mm-hmm. A lot of times they do it in group settings mm-hmm. as well. It lasts about six weeks. So if it's like you want to go more of a therapy route, you can. But you don't. 
necessarily I feel like maybe therapy would be great if you have other things that's going on as well that could be affecting. Mm-hmm. But if it's kind of like one of those, I don't even know what's going no. on, you know. But sometimes it's like you don't have control of it because it's the sunlight. Yeah. So one thing you can, there is light therapy where they basically make you sit in front of a, a box light for mm-hmm. a period of time. But you don't have to go to a therapist. Usually they um, put that together with psychotherapy or mm-hmm. talk therapy as well. They do both. But you can do your own, I guess, version of light therapy. Was basically maybe a fireplace. Fireplace candles mm-hmm. uh, if you got a, a nice lamp if you have lamps like light mm-hmm. so that's what we're lacking that's part of the reason like why our mood is down is the lack of light the sun is going down faster I so if they have like youtube playlists what you mean like have you seen the fireplace youtube playlist? oh like when you put it on your tv yeah. they probably do but just like light like if you have some um nice bright fun lights if even if it's mm-hmm. a color that you associate with happiness yellow mm-hmm. even oh, in blue red whatever aromatherapy things that mm-hmm. light up yeah those two like just keeping it lit and mm-hmm. wherever you live at your apartment your house room whatever dorm room whatever like that because mm-hmm. it's like let's say you ain't got no lights on in your place the sun ain't really out there like mm-hmm. that it's making it dull gloomy mm-hmm. even if change you change your light bulbs that too you can, uh, buy brighter light bulbs too brighter light bulbs as mm-hmm. well and it's like even if you at work if you have somewhere we like work at a desk or something that nature, you can buy you a lamp put a bright light in it but it's just like basically just bringing the light to you mm-hmm. basically like that type of thing so i noticed for myself mm-hmm. whenever it start getting dull outside i one thing i like to do is put like my little christmas lights um oh, on yeah. around so it make it brighter in my living room because it does get dull yeah. honestly and especially if you're in a place where it didn't get a bunch of sunlight in the first place but um light therapy um also just to help with the vitamin d uh sufficiency um uh, just Take some vitamin D supplements mm-hmm. like that. You know, they got them at Walmart or whatever mm-hmm. like that. So just kind of get your vitamin D up because you're liking in that because you get it from the sun. Mm-hmm. And then also another thing that just kind of helps really just being simply around your family and friends. Like, I feel like when you are going through a depression, being by yourself, I know everybody's different. Some people just genuinely, like some people just lock themselves away. But I feel like before it gets to that point, mm-hmm. just trying your best to really be around people that make you happy, yeah. make you feel good, things of that nature, because that really does like help out a lot for me anyways. Like, I feel like I want to be around my people even more because yeah. I can feel it coming and it's like, I'm finding it back. I'm finding it back. I will not let this depression yeah. get to me. So, um, but yes, yeah, but it's very common, honestly. So like I say, if you, you know, you just out of nowhere, you just like, I feel depressed yeah, i feel sad bad. like yeah it's just like it's probably seasonal yeah. affective disorder and like i said it's called seasonal affective disorder if you want to google it more uh like i said the nickname for it is sad winter blues all that you can uh google it more if you want to but just something to be more aware of if you just kind of like i feel like when i was early on in college before i got deep mm-hmm. into my major i would feel like that and i didn't know why and then i remember i had a class where we talked about it and i said that's what the hell be wrong with me when they yeah, go. I, you time. literally don't. I was like, that makes so much sense. Why I learned about, I was like, I finally have an answer why I be feeling like that because yeah. I'd be like, I genuinely don't know no, what's, what's wrong, wrong with me. Yeah. And so it's just like, and it's like you can't find a central reason. I feel like everything's okay right now. Like, it's what's like, going on? I miss the sun. I miss the warmth. Literally, literally, lack yeah. of sun, and it's so crazy that it has such an effect on us. But yep so watch out for sad y'all literally and then it's crazy that it lines up like that called sad yeah. like it's uh the what is it called abbreviation it's just sad. like yeah it's like wow the correlation it literally the correlation but yeah so give yourself breaks 
Watch out for seasonal affective disorder. It is very much real. Trust me, I know. I have All right. <laughs> All right, so. Next segment. We're going to move into. What's new? What's new? Megan Stein voice. New. Okay. So this is, we just going to kind of talk a little bit about pop culture, little news that's going on. So we're going to start off with the whole Travis Scott Astro World uh, catastrophe yes. thing. I'm so tired of seeing some of my timeline, but <laughs> like, not. Bit. I understand honoring Victor. I'm not talking about that, that part. Like, honoring yeah. people who, you know, it's like all the other stuff. The other like, conspiracy stuff. And just like anything that's taking light away from people's. The victims. Yeah. The, who lost pe- people, you know, mm-hmm. that's what I don't like to see. But yeah, very tired of y'all conspiracy theory <laughs> as people. Please. Keep yeah. it, keep it for. If I see the one group more thing chat. talking about it's a ritual, I'm like, no, because ah. you know what? I don't even want to get deep into it because I don't have time for y'all to try to come <laughs> for me, <laughs> or whatever be wrong with y'all, <laughs> girl. My thing is with that, like I was telling you a little bit earlier, it's more just like it's, it's so many people fault in this situation, yeah. and it's like I feel like a lot. I hate the blame game. Same, because it's it's multiple reasons why that thing yeah. happened. It was a lot of people' fault in that situation, and it's just like one that could have been prevented in so many different stages mm-hmm. leading up to the performances and stuff like that, and during the performance and after. It's so many different ways that could have been handled, mm-hmm. by, you know, like can't do nothing about it now. But um, I don't know. I guess I'm just more uh tired of it's so much blame on tra- and I'm not a Travis Scott. Yeah, we're Stand not stands over or here. Nothing. I'm just looking. We're just unbiased outside, yeah. individuals who just like I like his music, but would I go to a concert? Absolutely no. not. Not I don't like him enough to go to see him in a concert. But it's like so much blame on him. Obviously, like I was saying, he gonna get the financial burden yeah. of everything because he do got the money in. Like he should pay for the funerals and pay for these Whatever. hospital costs. Yeah, he, the should. And stuff, he should. He yeah. should. At the end of the day, just happened to his show. But it's just kind of like y'all have to remember that security did not do everything they needed to do. And also the whole people. ass people that was there, the civilians. Like, imagine you want to get so close to a stage, nigga, to see Travis Scott, that you will trample another over some, person over a, life. over a child, over a life, over yeah. a life, just to go see Travis well, he Scott can't of even all see people. You. And he can't even, the thing is, you trying so hard to get to, this nigga don't care about you being up there in the front. You pay his money, he looking at everybody. And so it's just like that's I think that's the thing that upsets me the most about the situation is you did not care about another's yeah. life because you had a concert and you want to get up I don't close. Think all, I feel like there were people, people probably out there trying to help. Oh, yeah. And for people sure. out there who didn't care. So we yeah. talking about y'all who did not care. care. Yeah. No, there, definitely. It was some people. I've seen a couple of like posts videos with of, videos yeah. of people trying to help or they're trying to wave him down yeah. or wave somebody down. Somebody like I told down. you about the girl who went on stage. And it yeah. was another little boy that went on stage trying to but So shout out to y'all. Y'all are great people. Whoever, yeah, if you were there, help. if you know somebody was there, actually trying to help and not being a part of the problem. Thank, thank you for you. not being a part of the And of trying the danger, to do yeah. something. Trying to do something. But for that's the appreciated. that literally did not give a damn just to get a little bit closer, that genuinely pisses me the hell mm-hmm. off. Because ain't no way you that crunk to... Crunk trample and step on another person not only are they passed out now they are getting stepped on and ain't no telling what kind of damage that causes as well so it's like that life could have possibly been saved you made it worse by stepping on top of them yeah. and it's just like i don't understand how you not feel another I human don't being under you how I'm, i don't understand just because of like covid like why so many people were so close together like vaccinated or not 
negative COVID test or not. It's just, that's so risky. That's so risky to me. Like, I wouldn't even we in feel Texas, comfortable. They don't care, uh, no they don't care in Texas, yeah. but I wouldn't even feel comfortable in that situation to, like, just be that close to somebody in a pandemic. Cause that's I, feel still, like what, some y'all for, I feel like some of y'all forgot we in a pandemic. It's like 50,000 people yeah. at that concert. And it's just like, it's yeah, a lot. that's a lot of people. And it's, it's really just a like, lot. I don't know. I feel like a lot of the, a lot of the soul blame is on him, but it's like one security wasn't doing everything they needed to do. He's either, one person literally. And then it's just like, so I'm blaming him security and yeah. the civilians. It's all of y'all fault at the end of the day. In my opinion, them people should have not died yeah. at no damn it's concert of all places, especially a child. a child. And then there's one that's in a hospital and then another one just passed away in the hospital. Yeah, it's really and sad. So it's, it is really sad. And it's just like, there's so many things that could have stopped that. Mm-hmm. And it didn't happen. And it's like, people, just, they literally, I don't like saying die for no reason, but it's just like, that shit was stupid. Yeah. Like, there's no way in the world they went to go to have a concert fun. and have fun and they did not make it out. That's it's not sad. fair. That's not fair. It's not fair at all. So it's just like, I am... Definitely praying for victims and oh, people Oh, for affected. sure. For sure. I feel so bad for these people, family members and things like that. Because it's just imagine your child telling you they're going to a concert mm-hmm. and then they don't come back. Like, it's just like, it's really what hard happened? to wrap your mind around. Exactly. And it's just like, that's just a scary situation to be a person. Mm-hmm. You pass a young, yeah. you don't even know. Yeah, we were at a concert last night. We went to Tiana Taylor concert. Mm-hmm. Shout out to her. Yes. But we got to kind of see, like, first of all, it was in Deep Ellum, so you've been out there. You know, it's really not big out there. Was that with the factory? The factory. So the, vac- the bomb factory is the bomb not factory. Yeah. It's not a huge venue. And, like, five people fainted. Mm-hmm. Um, a few people before the show even started. Yeah, somebody fainted during, before. The- mm-hmm. So I can just only imagine, like, at that magnitude. magnitude yes. And we was in the back. We was in the back. Yeah, we was in the back chilling because don't got the time. Yeah. But, no, like, yeah, somebody passed out before. But, like, people that was it's towards very, the front. It's very easy to mm-hmm. happen. It's It's more common than I feel like you would think yeah but the thing is so many factors that can play, play going into to, it's just like uh what was we saying like you breathe dehydrate, in oxygen yeah you breathe out carbon so, uh so breathing in yeah. other people's co2 exactly this is a, a theory <laughs> a theory that we came up not with. really a theory just like you bring in uh, yeah, hypothesis in, yeah just <laughs> breathing in other people's co2 yeah and it's just, just like that your uh, body don't want dehydrated that. and drunk honestly drunk dehydrated if you did drugs dehydrated from that as well and not eating enough mm-hmm. the lights it's like imagine standing the in heat. line trying to get to the front yeah. like it's so many factors that play and then it's like yes the light and the heat and it's like i can't do that because my anxiety anxiety will be through the roof yeah. being around that many people i will literally start screaming <laughs> at the top of my lungs yeah. so that's why we was chilling in the bed and Tiana looked great from where we was at. We did. But, um, yeah, it's just like, even at, and you know, Tiana Taylor's vibe is very, like, chill. chill. You know, like, whatever. But it's like, what do you call them, ragers? His, yeah, so um, I can imagine yeah, them, like, jumping. Raging, raging, like, do-do-do-do, like, a bunch of stuff going on. And then people passing out from that. Yeah. And then it's like, people stepping on them or jumping and doing all the kind of stuff. And it's just like, I don't know, like, I really feel so bad for those people in their family. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's just like, and I just really hate that a whole human being will step on top of another one mm-hmm. just to get closer to an artist that does not know who you are literally that man is not gonna go it's follow you on instagram he's not giving you away nothing it's fifty thousand people at in a his damn family of fifty thousand people he's not looking specifically he see fifty thousand different faces and so it's just kind of like there's so many ways that could have been handled differently but it's just kind of like so much blame is only on him and it's just like he should be blamed Mm-hmm. But also security and them folks that was there too, and whoever else was supposed to be doing doing whatever. Yeah. Everybody is to blame in that situation, in my opinion. 
But yeah, that I was not expecting it. When I seen it on, yeah, I that literally made me sad. I was mm-hmm. just like, I was like, wait, because I was in Houston at the time because mm-hmm. I was at PV Homecoming, but I was just like, what? Like, I really thought it was fake at first yeah. when I seen it, and then I wish it was. I wish it was too. But um, rest in peace to those victims, yes. and praying definitely for their families. And I'm hoping the mental health, emotional, yes, health. that all that come with that, and and for, for you people who are spreading hysteria, <laughs> can y'all please stop? That's what I yeah, have to say. the whole ritual conspiracy. Yes. It's like, yes, it's just a lot. Let's, let's pray for the the family. Let's let's do that. Please. Let's shed light, not darkness. Thank you, something. But um, speaking of Tiana Taylor, we went to what was it the last rose petal? Yes. Yeah, tour. So we are about Tiana Taylor stands. That's somebody I yeah. stand. And um, we went to the concert, and it was it was bomb. She's a great entertainer. Com. She can dance. She's, she got a great body. She yeah. sound good live. Yeah. Junie came out. She was lit. Yeah. Lit Junie. It was a good concert. We had a good time. She's beautiful. And she's she beautiful. super, super, super talented. If you don't listen to her, you should. Another artist that's under And that's she's part of the reason why she's going into retirement. Yeah. Because she felt unappreciated. Yeah. And it's just like, it sucks because... We've been listening to Tiana Taylor for a really long time. And it's just like, and I not only as her as an artist, as her as a person, Person. I love her. She's one of my favorite celebrities. Like She just seems super genuine and like real, like a real person. Like even at the show, remember, so some girls was trying to fight, caught herself fighting. She literally stopped the show and was like, why y'all trying to fight? We at the show. We at the show trying to have a good time. We sold out, you know. It was like, she was definitely all good vibes. Yes. Made us feel super comfortable and welcomed and like, you know, special because remember they um they request they started screaming concrete, concrete and that wasn't even on the list for her yeah, to sing she had started singing concrete i think someone had actually fainted mm. and so she stopped the show and she sang it acapella, acapella. And she sounded good yeah she sounded really good too oh, so she kind of like had to skip a song i guess probably for time reasons yeah um because that person literally someone literally fainted while she was singing concrete mm-hmm. stopped the show got them um help and they got out the crowd you know but the crowd then, started chanting concrete some time later yeah. and she sang it she, she sounded really, really good, good. Did she her body she we got have abs, a, on abs. abs on abs on abs abs on she has a nice body y'all she's beautiful in person mm-hmm. we had a really good time and then we went to the bar afterwards yeah <laughs> but um it was a great concert i'm glad uh we was hoping she would bring out erica badu but you she did not. not erica who was you glad not here in Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> we all had to sing your part for you. We did have to sing her part for her. We was, I was like, I had my phone out. I really yeah. thought Erica Badu was yeah. gonna come out, and she didn't. I was like, ha, let me put my phone. She had to again. be busy, probably busy. Maybe she wasn't even in Dallas at Maybe. the time. Who knows? But Erica, but you were a girl who was looking for you that night. But um, no, the the concert was great. We went our um our other bestie Holly, Holly Berry. We had a, <laughs> Holly Berry. We had a great time. So good. I really hope. That she takes some time for herself because mentally I feel like she's over it. But I mm-hmm. hope she takes some time herself and she realized she is appreciated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like the whole crowd was crunk. It was nothing but good vibes at nothing the concert. Besides the little girlies that was trying to randomly fight, right. which we didn't even see that. We, and we see. was like, girl, we're trying to have fun. Why are y'all fighting? It's probably drunk. Yeah. But I feel like I hope this tour helped her realize how much people really love. love her. Yeah, like I love Tiana Taylor. Hoping for sold out show after sold out show for her. Sold out show. Not my boyfriend calling me, child. He know I'm feeling this podcast. How did I know that he was going to do Hold this? Hold on, y'all. Let me see if I can show. Look He's, at him. <laughs> I knew he would call. Child, he, 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 do, always he always do. What I tell you, he always call it the most unconvenient. Like, every time I'm in the middle he of said, doing stuff. He said, fuck the podcast. He know, <laughs> he know I'm here. Everybody say hey to Jonathan. 
He's annoying. <laughs> <laughs> Love you though. But um, okay, moving on to Summer Walkers. Still over it. Yes, we still over it. So I listen to. I need to listen again because I, I listen. Too. I did one listen, but I like, I, I like it so far. I, I like Summer Walkers music. I do too. She has, but I feel like I don't know if I wasn't paying attention. I, I feel like the songs kind of sounded the same, mm-hmm. but I was also in the middle of cleaning. Deep cleaning. Okay, yeah. Like, so I was like try mopping, like, <clears throat> like I was deep cleaning, washing dishes. I liked so, it. Organizing. So I feel like I was hearing the songs, but I don't think I was listening too, too to the listening lyrics. to them. And I heard it again, and I was like, I don't know. But maybe it's just her vibe mm-hmm. at the end of the day. You know, because a lot of people be like, oh, Megan Thee Stallion's songs sound the same, but it's just her flow. It's her, it's that's her flow. Aesthetic. That's her style. Yeah. So I was thinking maybe that's just like the same with Summer. It's just mm-hmm. like her style or aesthetic. whatever. But how do you feel about it? I liked it honestly. I listened to it from a place where I can relate from where I used to be. Mm-hmm. So it made me proud to be like, I don't deal with this type of shit no more. Mm-hmm. And I'm proud of her for like empowering women to not deal with the bullshit that that men can bring, toxic men can bring to your life. So I'm proud of her for like making the album cuz I I know it could have been hard. Like I was telling you earlier just like Having a man is to- that's toxic is hard, mm-hmm. but let that man be rich, be your baby father, and help you write your music. So have yeah. influence of your career, you know? So yeah. I know it, it wasn't easy really to, like, put... Because you know how social media is. People constantly troll her and talk shit about her. So, like, for her mm-hmm. to be like, fuck it, I'm going to make music about my pain, you know, and turn it into my testimony and, like, really help. Because people, whether you like it or not, like, they probably do... She has influence over mm-hmm. young women. So I feel like her message is is good to like Get not tolerate the shit. <laughs> We're not tolerating. And yeah. So so I feel like some women probably needed that push. Some mm-hmm. women probably going through like, you know, heartbreak and they need it. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, music is therapy. Yeah. For some, and so yeah. I feel like it can help a lot of women. So that's why I'm here for it. Yeah. I think um, overall, like I said, the message of... Mm-hmm. Girl, love yourself and get the fuck up out yeah. of here. Basically, I like that. I feel like me personally, when it comes to like heartbreak music about men, mm-hmm. I feel like an, I don't ever can relate to it. It's just because like it's not even that I haven't been heartbroken. Mm-hmm. Cause you, girl, you know I've been through some things. Mm-hmm. But it's like, I guess I don't care enough to relate mm-hmm. about the situation that I've dealt with. I feel like I moved on with Move myself. On, so when yeah. I hear music, it doesn't trigger, trigger me. Yeah. I guess so I feel like... It's good music. Don't get me don't get me wrong. Summer Walker mm-hmm. sounds great, but it's just I feel like me. I never relate to like the heartbreak music just because I genuinely am in a place where I just don't care yeah. about niggas that don't get me dirty. So I just be like, I'm not even mm-hmm. gonna give that nigga, you know, whatever. But that's, I just feel like that's just yeah. the place that I'm in now, yeah. and it's just like also I'm in a happy ass relationship. So mm-hmm. I feel like that's another reason why yeah. I genuinely Makes just sense. don't care, you know. But it's different for everybody, mm-hmm. but. Summer Walker overall is very yeah, talented. Yeah, from a creative standpoint, yeah, so I'm like, it makes sense. Yeah, she did great. But it's just like, London on the track. Mm-mm. You should be ashamed of yourself, <laughs> honestly. Whole ass nigga Literally, we go to. <laughs> to London on, a, London on a motherfucking track. And you know what's crazy? Um, I don't know if you saw that stuff on the shade room. Yes, that was I talking did. about And how he like, Credit him himself, but dumb. he didn't. It's like you, but you know what? Somebody in the somebody in the matter. comments was like, you know what? Now that I think about it, I didn't hear a we got London on the track on any song, and I was like, you know what? Now that I think about it, I didn't hear. It that. don't matter. He's saying shit. But <laughs> the thing is, <laughs> with London on the track, I don't know what you got going on over there. Fix it, fix it today, today. 
No, my thing is with him, I don't know, he's probably toxic as hell, if we're being honest. We know he is. Like, honestly, but my only thing, like I was telling you, my only problem mm-hmm. was summer, which is, it's like there can be, like you said, it's just the outsider looking mm-hmm. in. It's more of like, he always, I feel like he had issues with his baby mamas, the whole he a Debbie thing, things mm-hmm. like that. And then it's just kind of like, you know, you was with him. Still, his baby mama saying he's mm-hmm. a deadbeat. He don't say, and then you got pregnant by him. And then it's like you surprised he do the same thing. And that's really my only thing where I was just like, girl, like. She probably the, thought he really loved her. He's going to be different. Yeah. And, you know, niggas will tell you anything, anything. In, in a heartbeat. And it's like, but I feel like as women, you have to be a, like able to. Nah, it's just like you have to separate feelings from facts. Logic. It's like, okay. It's yeah, logic. Though. It's just like, okay. Yeah, he over here telling him he loved me. I never do, but look how he doing them. He probably mm-hmm. told them the same thing, you know. And it's just, it's multiple of them yeah. too, so it's just kind of like that's it is kind of hard sometimes. So I feel like sometimes you kind of try to give people grace mm-hmm. on stuff because it's like you never know in it. But it's just she like young though, ain't she? Our age is younger than us. I think she's younger than us. Yeah. If I think about it, how old is Summer Walker? Let's look it up. She young. She got it. I don't think. Yeah, because what? Twenty six. I don't even think she's twenty six. Summer Walker. Her baby is cute. As hell. She got a new man though. Twenty five. So yeah. she's she same the same age. age. She's born ninety six. So she the same age. age as us. Yeah. But something that realized is what I was telling you. Believe a nigga the first time when he show you, you who to. he is. You have to. It's just like it don't matter what he's saying. Believe Men will shit. show you. It's like what he's saying and what he's actually doing, doing is two, two different, different things. things. You have to believe somebody the first time when they show you who they are. That's how you. Even don't even give on. niggas grace no more. <laughs> they say that bye. Yeah, it's just kind of like it's like okay, you say this, but you doing yeah. five, six, seven, eight don't make no sense. So I feel like ain't no telling what he told them other girls ain't too. No and him. men are good with words, so it's just kind of like always believe somebody the first time when they show him. Trisha so good when and it's like my thing is she was with him, so she probably didn't see him with his kids and things mm-hmm. like that. Ain't no telling what kind of excuse that he had for it. But my thing is just like girl. Do not get pregnant yeah. by no man that's a deadbeat or they don't even be yes. with his kids. So that's the only thing with Summer. I was like, I really, baby is adorable as hell. And I'm pretty yeah. sure she loved that baby Love to that. death. But it's just kind of like, but that situation, it's just like, it's not a surprise that he deadbeat with that baby too. Yeah. Or he don't do what he's supposed to do because he wasn't doing it with the others as well. So I feel like it's a lot of levels to deadbeat, which you're not going to get on today. Yeah. But... It's a lot of love to that shit. Mm-hmm. But I feel like this is a great opportunity to switch to our lifestyle segment. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, wait, hold on. We got one more. We got one more. Proud Family coming back. Oh, February 2022. Um, yeah. I love the Proud Family. Uh, one thing they did good with was, like, representation of black mm-hmm. culture. Like, that was, like, one of the only shows I feel like back then that was, and it's a cartoon, but just, like, doing that. Like, really representing us. Yeah. Like, in the best way. And so it's coming back February 2022. I believe you can stream it on Disney Plus. Probably. More so than I'm likely. super excited for that. February uh, 22nd. It's been a long time coming for that. I'm excited. I hope it's like. It's the revamp that we deserve. I hope it's like. I'm going to have to look into it more. Like the same voices. Yeah, it is. The same I saw voice. the trailer. It's the same everything. Okay. Okay. Because I was about to say that's more yeah. of like. Need the same I've, voices. The cartoon effects look better, of course. because it's Yeah. It's a different yeah. age. But okay, okay, I'm excited yeah, about the Brown family. Oh, I hope they got the same theme song, please. The oh Destiny yeah, Child theme Destiny song. Child, Make iconic. Them, I hope they got back together and did a remix. Hopefully, 
I wonder if Disney Plus can afford. Girl, you know good and well Disney Plus can afford them. <laughs> the hell, I mean Beyonce is on a whole. Yeah, <laughs> that was something. But saying. no, what's Solange singing too? Yeah. Okay, I need I think all it was four. Destiny and Solange. Solange. Yeah, I need all four of them. They got mm-hmm. money. Disney got money. That's true. And they need to give me a dollar because <laughs> y'all can sponsor us if y'all <laughs> want to. If y'all ever here, the children this. are not here. <laughs> <laughs> but no i'm excited about um proud family yes. and you know what's crazy i think it was only two seasons yeah that were made which is so that. weird which is so weird because it seemed like it was so much more in the proud family movie, movie. of course with the penis and tinka, 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 tinka. Iconic. but iconic but um next okay on to lifestyle and yes. beauty so today lifestyle we're talking about reflex like, that's what i was saying would be a perfect segue because we was talking reflex. about be dads reflex Reflex and reflex. And so dating. we just want to touch on simply off rip on the first episode. Some of our red flags and, and green, green flags, flags, of course. You gotta do bad and the good. But this is for like any level of dating. Dating. So it could be like or relationship. Yeah, so it can be like immediate yeah. or like kind of down the, like yeah, over time, like dating. Maybe y'all get too exclusively dating. Whatever. Yeah. Just like stuff that off of our experience, it's like shit. I wish I really would have like uh, ran except for away. the first one because i don't think i ever met i ain't never seriously dated nobody that had a kid have you uh, no <laughs> not that i can remember at the moment i don't think so no okay well let's start on the red flags reflect okay so probably one that might take a little time to notice is debbie daddies yeah i feel like for me it's my reflect because my daddy of debbie daddy so nah. that's that's for me. That's where I got that from. I was just like, yeah. I would never want to. I'm sorry if my siblings hear this, but just a nigga like that. Yeah, honestly. So yeah, that's kind of where I come from. Like mm-hmm. I just don't want to have to deal with it. I don't want to raise a child by myself. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but also it's just like, well, my thing is more for the dating. First of all, <laughs> no offense, but I don't date niggas with kids i just don't because it depends on how old they are (laughs) (laughs) it's no for me but um no look if i'm gonna be with a man's see i thought that and i met somebody you met somebody i'm like dang no he's a good dude though he's good in (laughs) your name (laughs) wait it shall be nameless (laughs) how the fuck it go him who shall shall remain nameless nameless. (laughs) I was fucking up. But um no, he's a good dude though. He got a good head on. And he's 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 solid dude. And but we're not talking about him because he's a good dad. Yeah. So good we're dad. not talking about him. He's a great dad. But just in general, me, I don't go for guys with dads just because there's complications that come behind yeah. it at the end of the day. And Baby I feel like drama. you have to not even that. It's just like at the end of the day, like this person has a whole human being I take care of. And you know, it's just like this stuff mm-hmm. that come with that. And you know, and what well, about me and Bev also don't have children. Yes. So I feel like that's why we're like, yeah. Yeah, but it's just it. kind of like, it's hard to, it's one thing to deal with your own child, but somebody mm-hmm. else's at the same time, which is nothing wrong with them. We don't got kids. Yeah. But it's just kind of like, for me, I would definitely feel some type of way if I'm dating a dude, he had a kid, he always with, with me, me and never with his child. child. That's yeah. a red flag because what are you doing? Yeah. Go be with your child. But at the same time, I can see you feeling some type of way. Like, oh, I don't get as much time with him because he has a yeah. kid. And that's just something that you have to balance. But it's like, that's something I don't necessarily want to balance. So that's why I always prefer somebody who I've tried like talking to, 
Somebody with a kid, but it's just kind of like it just didn't work out. It's not anything having anything to do with mm-hmm. the child. It just didn't work out with them in general. But I I just cannot. If you're choosing me all the time over your child, red mm-hmm. motherfucker, that's mm-hmm. that's a whole kid. Any love, needs they need support. Exactly, and it's like if you choosing me over your child, I'm gonna be like, mm-mm. yeah, mm-mm. this ain't it. But for like, me. I get it because like you, I mean, just because you're a parent, yeah, you, you, you do deserve like. Eight. A personal life, but I don't know. It's like if you, why are you never with your kid? Why are you always with me? Yeah. I'm gonna be like, mm-mm. like what type of dad are you? Yeah, exactly. So it's just like watching out for the deadbeat dads. This because it's there. like honestly, if I have a kid with you, what you finna what do? you finna do? That's that's like the main thing for me. It's yeah, like, if you really not there for your kid for whatever reason, okay, whatever. But like we we'll figure out that reason when we get to it. If you do have a kid, and I'm dating you. But it's like if. I have a kid with you. Is this going to be the same shit or no? It's giving us. It might be the, be the same. same. Yeah. yeah. So it's just like. Mm. I'm not going to like put myself in a situation to potentially be. But also mom. you're not a good person. <laughs> At the end of the day, you're neglecting your child. Nigga. Yeah. Ain't no way I'm being with a man. And I know he got a whole kid and don't take care of it. Yeah. Or like not yet. Sorry of him, her. But uh, yeah. like. Uh, uh-uh, that's not cute. And it's just like you look goofy. For even dealing with a dude, it's the ones that hide their kids from me. You know how easy it is for us to find if you do have a kid, girl. That's a whole nother story because they be hiding. Yeah, stop hiding your kids, please. Love them out loud. Love them out loud. They deserve it. Another red flag is okay. We put communication with your ex, but it's more of like, why are you still talking to her? <laughs> <laughs> why? Why are y'all still texting <laughs> and calling and whatever? Why? How you doing? I'm good. Who cares? Hi, I'm good too. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck is y'all talking about? <laughs> make it make sense. Yeah, okay. Communication with my ex because, child, let me tell y'all, from my experience, people who stay in communication, constant communication with people in their past is a Red, red flag. flag, red flag, and it will seep into your, your relationship, relationship because that has happened to me. So it's just like niggas who have it's honestly baggage, baggage. Yes, like it's people who allow their past to, to like carry, to, yeah. carry on into the next step. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Red flag, red flag, red like, flag. Deal with that shit and then come try to pursue me. Yeah, it's just like figure that out. Yeah, and then come talk to me. That's where you, if don't that's try where to figure that out while you're talking to me. Then go. And my thing is, if you're still in communication with somebody, like, constantly, too. And you in a whole other relationship. Or, yeah, or it's just like, I don't know. It's like, what the hell y'all texting every week for? Oh, how you doing? It's weird. It don't matter how I'm doing. The fuck? <laughs> like, it's just like, no. Yeah. Absolutely not. So, communication with the ex, it's like, I can see, uh, have a happy birthday. Not even. Yeah. And even <laughs> then, it's just like, man. But it's like, it's something is happy birthday, dry. But it's like, the constant, like... But it's just like also niggas be lying. Y'all do. Oh, That's my be ex, the thing. Da, 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 da. And it's just like they be coming. Are they doing something to entertain? I ain't foolery. got time to decide. So it's just like or discern anything it. with the ex involved or baggage from the past. Did it. Next, homophobic people and colorists. Transphobic people as well. Homophobic, transphobic, colorists. Don't even talk to me. Don't even. You come up to me talking about some 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 you like beautiful light skin. I finna beautiful light skin you in your face if you don't back the yeah. hell up i do y'all what do not, you mix with literally you gotta be mixed with something you beautiful boy if you don't shut the hell up <laughs> no nah, yesterday someone told me i was ethiopian look, y'all look at me 
It's giving Negro. <laughs> I said I am African American. Thanks for trying to. I don't even know. That shit weird. It was. You we, it was very much weird. I'm like, no. She's not Ethiopian, guys. But, <laughs> but no, it's just like first of all, homophobic, and I don't do homophobic, period. transphobic people. Period. Because seek help. But then really? it's just like also it made me think long run. You have a child. What if your child tell you that they're yeah. gay or bisexual or whatever the hell it is, and then you are like, I'm finna disown my whole child. Yeah. I can't. And I don't play that. For me, it's just about respect. Respect people. Period. This like is, you this don't is have to life. agree with someone's lifestyle, whatever. One, it's not your business mm-hmm. to really even think about com- comment on. You know, but it's just like mind your business. Mind your business. Like, Be respectful of people. If that's the choice that they want to do, choice. what the hell? Is, and it has nothing to do, do with, with you, you, literally. So what you so feel mad like about? Most it? people who are transphobic mm-hmm. and homophobic, they kind of just like unprovoked. Say or do whatever and you be like, or huh? it's like a dude is maybe he's more feminine. He over there getting his coffee. And you're just so bothered. bothered. And it's like he's not even talking to you. He's getting coffee. Like why yeah. are you? Why do you curse so much? If I ever hear it, you better hope I'm in a good mood. And I just walk away. Yeah, because that's me, in I take general. it personally because yeah. mm-hmm. my uncle mm-hmm. is gay, my godbrother's gay, and like those are the two men in my life who have like done right by me. Mm-hmm. So it's just like I, I just take it personal, mm-hmm. and I just been out with my godbrother, and like men do that stuff to him, and it's just like what the fuck? We're mm-hmm. like literally minding our business, and you like I remember that time we were trying to go into uh, varsity, and, we and they wouldn't yeah. let him in, and it's they kept like, saying it was his shoes, his shoes. It's like. Child just says because he gay. Yeah, just yeah. say that. Like he's a, he's a he's a gay black man. Yeah, like yeah. Not why. only is he gay, he black. He so too. I so. went to a uh, Seventh Street mm-hmm. last week, um, and I was with a gay Hispanic man. Mm-hmm. Hey Renee, I don't know if you're gonna listen to this. Name <laughs> Renee. It's uh, one of my coworkers' friend, mm-hmm. and so I already knew how they be. So mm-hmm. it's it was three, uh, like three four girls, five girls maybe, and then him. So I I got made him go in front of me mm-hmm. so he could get in. And I got my, I was the last girl. Why they let all my friends in? He tried to come in. They oh oh, what you doing? I said he with me. Why he can't come in? He with us. Oh, okay, I'm like exactly. Mm. Y'all was literally. I don't know if it, it's probably giving he's suspending in. Yeah, he's gay. He's not getting Double in. But winning. it's just like oh, the girls can go in and ridiculous. And he had the fattest cowboy hat. Also, I snatched this shit <laughs> off his head. Right, that's how I was really thinking. But I was like, Let's let it go. Y'all got in. Like yeah. But I was, they literally were not, if I didn't say anything. Yeah, they was going to stop. Because that's what they did to Blake. They was not letting him. And they kept saying it was his shoes, his shoes. He had on some nice, nice clean, horses, they were clean horses, clean, dress, nice, everything. It's his, like, child, that's another home. conversation, though. Not for real. But um, colorist as well. Yeah. The whole, me, I feel like I deal with this a lot. Men trying to come to me because I'm lighter skin yeah. and trying to compliment me being, I'm like, you sound stupid as hell. Yeah. I do not do, if I know someone is hourly like like that or they have a pattern, which is something we talked about, it's like, yeah. I caught a pattern onto someone after dealing with them. Like, I was just you got like, a type. But, yeah, and it's just like, they, they label it as types, a type, but it's, like, but it's just kind of like, it's, giving, rooted, be it's rooted in colorism. Yeah, colorism sometimes. Yeah, it be, it be rooted in colorism. And so and it's, it's just like, like you want, you men to like you for you yes you coming up to me solely not, based off i'm light yeah. skin what, what the hell they got you could be a anything? terrible person but just because, because you're, you're lighter skin and it's i'm just gonna like, give you the world exactly so I'm if you all rip yeah. coming to me i remember one time somebody left the comment thing it was like you smart you beautiful this. and on top of that you light skin what the fuck yeah. does that even mean 
What does that mean? Yeah. So we'll it's get just into like, colorism. Yeah. So it's just like you colorist, or if you talk shit about darker skinned women, yeah. you're done. You're done. You're done. You're done. <laughs> don't let me hear that shit because <laughs> you're getting slapped. You're getting slapped. We don't play that shit around. Exactly. Here. It's so disrespectful. We do not because just like being out ourselves, yeah. we see it as in obviously I'm lighter me as. And uh, we're always we're, together. So it's very obvious. obvious. When people, they'll treat me different yes. the way they treat when me. When I, like, literally about to run me. Oh, y'all know I'm 4'11". I'm little. Literally about to walk over me to talk to Bev. And it's like, I don't even care about the attention from men. But it's like, I am a person that you literally just yes, walked on exactly. to try to talk to my friend. And just like, or men that come up to the group. And usually, like, hey, y'all, how y'all doing? Mm-hmm. Literally. Yeah. Zone in on Bev. And it's just like. We get that's who you wanted to talk to, but we're still human. They be disrespectful in the process. It's just like, and the thing is, I'm not even finna talk to you either. It, it, like, it, get the exactly. fuck. Literally, it just be a lot of. Or that time we went to Miami, we was trying to get to that one place. Oh, y'all couldn't and get in. And the security was tripping, talking about some you was too dark on your I ID was picture. Like, what? what the fuck are you even talking about? Literally, let me smooth clean. And he was tripping about you and KK. And I was like, yeah, it was weird. It was weird. Like, it's so weird because we experienced it just being. And I'm not finna. I don't play that shit. I'm not finna sit there and be like. Oh well, oh, yeah. sorry guys. Ain't no way because somebody finna get cussed out. Because I don't play this shit in general, it's especially really by rude. my friends. Because most of my friends are brown, darker skin. So I'm just like, I'm not playing this But you're a colorist. You're done. You're done. Okay, next toxic masculinity. You're done. <laughs> you're done. <laughs> you think I'm finna do the cooking and the cleaning and the mm-hmm. da, 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 25 eight and no. Not Listen, doing it. Toxic masculinity. No, some men really be like thinking women They're, don't have equal. Yeah, <laughs> that shit crazy. Like, damn, I, I'm a person too. Are we not equal? Yeah. I'm just as smart. I'm just as talented. I'm I just. I feel like as I scared them to men. Them men don't even approach me. Low key, same. I don't think I yeah. definitely. I like, feel like we give that vibe off. Or it's so just like if somebody do approach me, it's like Boy. very off. Yeah, rip, rip like obvious and it's like I'm not even entertaining or it's like something you catch really quickly Quick. into dating somebody and it don't go no further than that so I don't think I've ever had to really just deal too too mm-hmm. much with the toxic masculinity but it's a no it's something that you, a, you see more. but that's because we cut it off like yeah this is red flag and next <laughs> <laughs> niggas who have bible tattoos and don't remember the verses on them yes so this is when I should have ran you know <laughs> I was like, you know, how I'd be like, oh, you got tattoos. Let me see your tattoos, you know. Oh, you got a Bible verse. What it say, y'all? Why he had to read it? <laughs> Off his own body. Like, you should know. It's on you. It's on your body. You chose this. Uh, and I'm like, oh, so why'd you get that? You know, because I'm very, very, very yes, spiritual. Not like, I love woman. the Bible. Like, you know, so I'm like, you know, why'd you get that? I really want to know why you got that tattoo on you. Oh, I just Googled it. What it is? It's it's not giving man of God. It's giving you just doing. You just doing it, whatever. It's giving hood nigga prayer hands. Cause yeah, don't get tattoos, and you don't even remember what it's. Cause I have a little quote down my back, like, and I definitely remember. I'm not getting something, and I don't can't recite it when somebody because having to read your body, literally, child. Why did you get a whole paragraph on you? You don't don't know what to say. You can't remember. So, men who have tattoos and can't even recite what's on them, especially when they're Bible verses, how you don't know John 3, 16? Yeah. Everybody know that. Everybody know that. That's how I know you don't be doing right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Reflect. Lastly, love bombing. Oh, yeah. Which is 
something I've definitely mm-hmm. experienced and it's actually Y'all overwhelming as hell. from love bombing. Love bombing is just somebody just overwhelmingly just doing too, too much, much too fast. Like sh- trying You're to like. You're my soulmate. I, I, I love showering you. Showering you with things way too fast, yeah. way too early. And it's like. I've never met anyone like you. And it's not a applying pressure thing. It's literally too damn much. much. And it's, it's rooted all, in, I feel like a lot of, like I was telling you earlier, rooted in a lot of lust and infatuation. Infatuation. I think it's just That's infatuation. You like the idea of, of somebody. Me, but you don't know me. You don't know me. So it's just like telling me two weeks later you love me yeah. and you're trying to buy me everything under the I've sun. I've this a few and times. telling me I want to be in a relationship with you after two. And it's just it's weird. weird. And it's like, it makes you uncomfortable and it's too much. And I don't know if that's what... Niggas think that's what you want to hear, but it's, it's like, it's not, not at it's all. It's actually repulsive. <laughs> it's, it is. It makes... Back up. Yeah. Back up, back up. You're doing a lot. it honestly makes me feel like you're lying. Yes. Because exactly. it's like, how can you... I have not even shown you even you half even of me. You don't even know my favorite color. How you yeah. love me? You don't even know my middle name. I, you don't know my zodiac sign, you bro. You don't know my Push. birthday, nothing. But you love me and you want to be in a relationship with me. Make it make sense. Make it, make it don't sense. make no sense. Because it, it don't. It don't. You just talk. Don't fall for that trap. It is a trap. It's that literally a trap. a trap. The most toxic men I've ever dealt with in my life, love bombing. That's mm-hmm. what happened first. And I, when I was younger, it's like, I'm still young. But when I was yeah. younger, I'm thinking, oh, he just really likes me. He's assertive. He knows what he wants. Mm-hmm. No. It's lies. No. Yeah. And it's there's always lies. some lies that end up coming with some yes. truth you uncover. Yeah. All kind of stuff. Because it's like, I don't know if they're trying to off rip, show you all this love. Yeah. So you don't care about that. Or be like, oh, he really liked me. This don't matter. And it's like absolutely yeah. not so it's just like that love bombing shit is a lot it's overwhelming it actually genuinely pisses me off oh my goodness like back up for real it scares like, me it's scary because it's like what's like what's the what's the what's the motive especially if i'm not giving you the same energy if I'm not back giving you the same why energy? are you doing this so it's just like the overwhelming mm-mm-mm. Yeah. on me i can't do it but let's get into some green, green flags, flags. Green, flags. green flags green flags the good things so an immediate green flag is good health and hygiene yes like a man who is well kept one thing mm-hmm. i always look at when somebody first talk, is their mouth their teeth yeah. looking at your teeth you say looking at is your tongue brushed are you yeah. flossing things yeah. of that nature that matters fingernails all that toes because shaving, men for some reason haircut. act like it's so bad to get your toes done. get your feet done because Please. if your feet look a mess i'm not gonna be with you so good hygiene yeah overall good hygiene how you care about yourself you genuinely care, care about, about yourself, yourself. We love good hygiene. Also, um, I'll add in like working out. That too. Nice. Like you're taking care fit. of your body and you care yeah, about your health. Yeah, fit for your body. Health. Yeah, exactly. You care about yourself. Show yourself some self-love. Yeah. So we love good hygiene and good keeping of health. Mm-hmm. Um, dates. Planning dates. Yes. Like being like, hey, want to take you on this date. I got this done. Mm-hmm. This is what you wear. Let's go. Because it really is overwhelming. It's like somebody's like, oh, I want to go on a date. I want to go on a date with you. They're like, okay, let's go. What you want to do? Which, so what we doing? You, you want to go on a date with me. Just as if I asked you, yeah. I would have something yeah, I would planned have as planned. well. So it's just like, if you're going to ask me, child. Figure it out. Planned. So it's like men who have it planned. Like, this is what we got for the day. We're going here to eat. We're going to go do this. We're we love to do that. see it. We love to see. And it takes less stress off of me as well. Because it's mm-hmm. like, also, I already got enough you, to do. I already got enough. But it also made me just feel like you, you like me. You like me mm-hmm. That you cared enough to go out your way to like plan something. Which goes into chivalry. Mm-hmm. Chivalry, nigga. Okay. We love opening the doors and mm-hmm. being seen. Like mm-hmm. doing things that make us feel like. That you like us like us exactly like one thing i tell you one thing about my boyfriend he act like i can't open out one door that ever existed if he around mm-hmm. he'll like 
slap my hand and be like, what are you doing? And I'm like, oh. And it's not like. Being a gentleman. He, yeah, just being a gentleman overall. It's not like, no, I don't expect him to open every door. Because sometimes I'll go just like offer him just open. He'd be like, what you doing? But it's just kind of like some things people just do to make you feel like, like if we're yeah, being honest, same. like just being a gentleman like yeah, like no, you said to be doing. if he coming to pick you up for a date coming to your door walking to the car and saying hey i'm, I'm on my side, side. The f- i'm gonna <laughs> stay inside like that type of thing it's just like something as simple as just coming to the door walking to the car yeah. i mean like that makes you feel like like make you feel like okay like you know whatever instead of come outside mm-hmm. i'm here you go home yeah i'm here and it's just like child we're going on a whole day i'm dressed up nice in heels why are you not in my doorstep Mm-hmm. So it's just like things like that. Um, another green flag, respecting boundaries. Mm-hmm. Um, this is something kind of more in like the dating. You phase. get a just, deeper into Yeah, it. just like just respecting somebody's boundaries. Like one thing for me, one thing I always struggle with is I'm not a very cuddly person me off either. rib. It takes me a minute to warm up to you to want to like cuddle mm-hmm. with you and be like hugged up and boot up kissing and stuff. Kissing is cringe if I'm like not. Yeah. Nah, there yeah, it's cringe. Cuddling is well too. So when I tell you I'm not at that level where I want to cuddle. You respect I want it. to and you respect it. I appreciate that. But I've only had one person to ever respect that. Everyone yeah, else will don't. be trying it. Like they trying to push up on you. They're trying to force it. And it's like I told you that I did not want to do this. Why are you doing, doing this? It. And that's it's a rare Yeah, it's just like so people who respect, like I said I don't like this or mm-hmm. I'm not comfortable with this. And you're like, okay, you're not being selfish mm-hmm. and worried about you getting some coochie at the time or whatever the hell whatever it is. Whatever be you, on your mind. Whatever, whatever the hell be on your minds. Mm-hmm. But it's just like respecting boundaries, especially from the get-go, mm-hmm. really. Because it's like, I have cut somebody off something I don't want to cut. And it's like, you try to force it up on me, you're done. You're the done. next day, I told you, I'm done talking to you because pushy. you are being pushy. I do not Even like that. Even like I going to, to the bar mm-hmm. and someone's like, do you want to drink? No, I don't. And you keep asking me. Y'all want this drink, girl? No. I'm trying to get this drink. No. Respect I, my I literally already said no. And you still over here. Press, pressing me about a drink. Leave me alone yes. because you want something out of this drink. That's why you pressing yeah. me. Yeah. And it's like, if you just want a conversation, then you would have started the just conversation. Say that. Just You're say not that. even talking. You, you don't have to come over here and buy me a drink, dude. And if I say I didn't want one, I don't respect that. Respect you trying it. to force a drink on me, just respect mm-hmm. that I said I didn't want one. And be like, okay, well, my name is... Whatever, and just keep it moving from there if that's what you wanted. Yeah. But uh, that's men at the bar is a whole other story. But it's just like respecting boundaries. If I mm-hmm. say I don't like this or I'm not comfortable with mm-hmm. this, don't try to force it on me. And if you want to have a conversation about it, come talk to me about it. But don't try to like push yourself up on me or yeah. like try to do something like around it. Mm-hmm. Don't do that. Next is um listening to actually listen. So something we were just talking about is like, one thing I noticed just dealing with like people or whatever is mm-hmm. a lot of people listen to rebuttal. Mm-hmm. They listen to react, mm-hmm. but they not listening to listen mm-hmm. and hear me out. And that's something I can say like in my current relationship, my boyfriend is really good at. He listens to listen to me. He actually hears me out what I got to say. And I'm not hearing no back talk. I'm not hearing, mm-hmm. well, one, two, three, four, da, 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 da. Because mm-hmm. I feel like I deal with that a lot. And it's just like he listens to me. And we just have a conversation. Now, I just want to be heard on what I have to say. Whether you, you feel like it's serious, it doesn't matter. Or you feel like me. it's serious or not. I just need you to listen to me instead of like you listening to, well, in the middle of my conversation. But no, da 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 da. I hate that. Like, but someone who actually listens to you, hear you out, mm-hmm. and then you have a conversation moving on from there. Great. And last is transparency. 
just being transparent. Mm-hmm. We all like one thing we talking about is we all deal with like a lot of stuff in our past, mm-hmm. and it does affect the way that we act in general. Yeah. yeah. So it's just kind of like being transparent about who you are, why you why are, you and obviously triggers. that's not something. That you talked about, about on the first, first day, day but you know, over time. Yeah, over time, just being transparent because a lot of times we do know why we do certain things. Yeah. We just don't necessarily like talking about it. But I do think it's important to express somebody, especially if you like them or if you're mm-hmm. serious about them, to explain to them, hey, like this, I got this going on, whether mm-hmm. it's good or bad. bad. And just kind of like explain. Let me get a little deeper, just mm-hmm. a little deeper. So it's just like a man who can be transparent Without about, me having to coach you to do it. That too. I like so, that when you just feel comfortable mm-hmm. enough to feel like you know yeah. you're gonna be transparent with me so transparency is green mm-hmm. flag so um this is lifestyle and beauty so we're gonna just go into how beauty how long have we been i don't know i was saying i was thinking we could stop at 4 30 okay okay so <laughs> sorry y'all but um beauty just kind of going into you want to talk about their recommendation for protective oh, styles yes. so i have a locks in y'all can see and something i struggle with just in general is i have psoriasis in my scalp so i get really really bad dandruff like it's nasty like it just builds up so quick so i just have to find shampoos and washes that really help manage it and so since i have a protective style like i feel like dandruff flares up more you can actually see it because like you know how the parts or your scalp is more uh just shown so um i actually washed my i've been having these uh locks for about four weeks Mm -hmm. and so i needed to wash them and so i used um head and shoulders moisture boost uh it's called the it's like the royal oils um line that they have blue it's blue yes blue and gold and it has coconut oil in it so what I did was like I put a little bit of water in the spray bottle and a little bit of shampoo, shook it up and literally sprayed it just on my scalp. And then um, I didn't want to get the locks completely wet just because it gets heavy. Get heavy. <laughs> and so I like ended up just putting my hair in like two space buns, like low space buns mm-hmm. to separate, to expose my scalp and like literally sprayed it all over my scalp and rubbed it. And then I tried to do it in the sink to rinse it off, but that wasn't good. I just got in the shower. And like mm-hmm. sat under the shower like this and just like really let it, the shampoo rinse out. And my hair has not been, my scalp has not been itching. It's good. And so usually I have like my afro out and I do use the shampoo. And I've noticed, shout out to my mom put me on. But I've noticed that um, it really does help uh, me manage the dandruff. Mm-hmm. And shampoo, you know, sometimes people, shampoo does, can dry your hair out. It has that yeah. moisture boost in it. So I'm Let's literally, see. I have to saturate every hair follicle and shampoo mm-hmm. i just have to because my especially since i work out so much my hair really be dirty mm-hmm. and oily and so one thing i noticed about the shampoo that it doesn't like dry my hair out and it smells That's really good it smells really good it smells really really good that's good what's it called again it's called um it's head and shoulders it's in a blue bottle mm-hmm. moisture boost it's moisture the royal oils like line they have a different lines for yeah. different things and so it's the royal oils line it has coconut oil in it as well so I like it. We love to see. It also comes with a conditioner if you want to buy it, but I just use a shampoo. Mm-hmm. Okay, so my product recommendation is um on the skincare makeup mm-hmm. side. So it is the milk milk makeup mm-hmm. vegan milk moisturizer. So it is a moisturizer and milk makeup is a makeup brand, but they have a moisturizer and I use it as like a a primer, I guess, almost like a primer for my mm-hmm. makeup, but it is really I don't even use like regular makeup primer. I use this. It is so thick and I feel like it really protects my skin 
whenever I'm doing makeup. That's why I was telling you, I was like, sometimes even if I fall asleep in it, I don't have breakouts because yeah. the moisturizer is so thick and it like goes over my from? skin. It's it's you can get it from Sephora. Okay. Like if you go to um, Yeah, if you go you can go to Sephora, it's gonna be literally in the milk makeup mm-hmm. and they got like that little skin stuff mm-hmm. that's right there. But it's a really good moisturizer. It's a great primer it lasts because you really don't need a lot because it's so thick, thick. Yeah. it's like a little bit goes a long way but it's i love milk makeup in general yeah. i love their makeup so i got some on right now <laughs> bless her but um i love milk makeup but mm-hmm. the vegan milk moisturizer get that and it's a lot that coming into it's like mm-hmm. in a yellow container it's like a circle container mm-hmm. like that or whatever but it's good and then also just talking about beauty, um, I keep up with the makeup trends mm-hmm. and stuff for the goyles. But um, Ariana Grande came out with um, a new makeup line called Rim Beauty. Ooh, you know, she got the song Rim. Rim. I love that song. I love that song. That's one of my favorite songs by her. Okay, yes. Good song. But love it. We some Ariana Grande stands too. Yes. But... I follow her on Instagram. That's why I know. But I'll keep up with makeup. But she came out with a new makeup line mm-hmm. called Rim Beauty. Um, I was looking at it a little bit, like the website. So mm-hmm. she got like a little mini eyeshadow palette with like your neutral browns, mm-hmm. um, eyeliner pencil, some highlighters. I saw it was like a purple, mm-hmm. a gold, some lashes. It's giving very much natural mascara if you put on mascara on yeah. your lashes. But it looked cool. I kind of want to try it out. It's just a little base, more basic, I guess, than I thought. But, I mean, that makes sense to start out before look, you start. Yeah. yeah especially because she don't do she exaggerated that, yeah. makeup looks. She do the eyeliner. She do the neutral color. Like, her makeup's pretty, like, mm-hmm. chill. So, I feel like it makes sense that it go along with her. Mm-hmm. And it's not like I'll be doing exaggerated looks either. But I'm excited. I th- I'm thinking about... I kind of want to try the highlighters. Mm-hmm. That's what I was more of looking at more than anything. Like, the purple one looked really cool, but... Yeah, but Ariana Grande came out Rim Beauty. I'm excited about it. I love Ariana Grande's. She's that goyle. She so is that girl. Love her. So we do have a So You Want to Be an Entrepreneur segment. But I was thinking we can tie that into Ask Bev and Mia since the questions yeah, that we chose were entrepreneurs. Okay, so cool. usually we have a So You Want to Be an Entrepreneur segment. We're and we're going to talk about entrepreneurs. Yeah, but since we're, we're running out of time, time a little bit. And then our questions for Ask Me and Bev are entrepreneur base we're just gonna tie that together we're gonna do one question or two we can i might we might be able because after that it's just final thoughts so we might be able to get to it we'll see okay so the first question entrepreneur so you want to be entrepreneur and ask bev and mia also when it comes to ask bev and mia y'all it does not have to be super i feel like everything y'all sent in was very professional serious (laughs) like y'all can send us in like funny stories or Relationship like, issues, yeah. friendship issues, like family issues, or I'm in this situation at work. Like it can be more a little bit lighthearted yeah. or personal stuff. It doesn't have to be just we got like a lot of career school stuff. And we understand we are career women. Mm-hmm. But it's just like we we be having fun too, y'all. So it's just <laughs> like so it's like y'all can say this stuff like that too. It ain't all gonna be so serious. Yeah. So I'm just going to okay. So I'm about to oh, this is for Hey, we're not going and we don't do names on here either. This is for Miss A Shaw. So I'm about to graduate college in a few weeks and I'm so nervous. Everyone around me is so happy and excited for me since I'm the first to ever graduate in my family. Okay. But I'm <laughs> right. But I'm terrified to be out in the adult world. I want to commit to my idea of actually posting my podcast series I've been in the works with. 
I want to be excited for my future career, yet I'm afraid that I'm not qualified for any of it. I'm so afraid that I'm not good enough or I'm just average. What did you think when you first graduated or started your own business's content? Because I'm terrified. Uh-huh. But I hope you guys keep doing what you're doing because it's truly inspirational. So never think you're average. I was about to say, like, um, like don't the whole not being qualified, qualified thing. You are. You are qualified. Like, if you do your research and you practice and you yeah. do what you do, like, at the end of the day, it's always somebody out there that's doing the exact same, same thing, thing that you're doing. It's just like, find what makes you unique, find what makes you different, and then run with run that. With but that. don't, you don't ever got to be, like, 100% knowledgeable in something. You yeah. learn, there's things you learn. Learn over time. Because like, me being a content creator, I've started back full-time in 2018. Mm-hmm. I have grown a lot since then. You learn from a, a lot from trial and error. That's that too. The, that life is literally the best teacher. So literally. start, try, do what you can, and learn from your mistakes. Never be, a, like, a, I, I am a perfectionist and i'm trying to get mm-hmm. better with like staying away from that narrative mm-hmm. i just like for things to be done correctly but it's like i'm okay with now embracing the mistakes mm-hmm. mistakes used to tear me down and just like, like some things are good fear, some things are a flaw and it's okay yeah. it's like at the end of the day i'm still gonna have what i need and mm-hmm. i'm going to be okay physically emotionally mm-hmm. i'm gonna be fine i just it's okay to make mistakes Literally, from them. nobody's journey is as you're making, not ever. making mistakes, making you go to jail or something you yeah. know, like that. You know, but just like it's okay to make mistakes in as business. long as you learn, learn from, from them. it and it's, embrace. If you them. keep making the same mistakes, same mistakes, it's like you're yeah. clearly not paying attention or you're not learning to what Use you need it to. as a learning experience and not as like a shoot to your confidence or your ability yeah, or to like, do oh, anything. Not, I can't do this. I'm not qualified. Can. I didn't make. Girl, we all done mistakes somewhere. So it's just like don't ever think you're not qualified to do something because at the end of the day. You got to get that experience too. And be no one can tell you and know what you're that you're about. not. That too. And if they do, you keep doing what you're doing. Keep so doing what you're you want to put your podcast? Do uh, it. This is our first this episode. This our first, literally. We ain't never did a podcast before. before I mean, I'm gonna... featured on some, yeah, but this like. This my first one ever. Yeah, but it's just like me and Mia did our research. We took some time before we got started. And we started. took our time. We didn't rush ourselves. We didn't rush ourselves. We took, we our, took time, our time. And we was like, we're going to start this whenever we started. And that's one thing about, you know, you finna graduate college. And congratulations, a, girl. Yes. Proud of you. Very proud. But, and I know it's always tough being first generation because you're first generation yeah, too. Yeah, yeah we're both first generation. There, yeah. So it's kind of like you set that example. I feel like everybody's expecting so much, much from, from you because you. you're the first. And like, mm-hmm. oh, you're going to do so good and great. And it is pressure at the end of the day but it's just like pressure makes diamonds <laughs> but it's okay to take your time Diamond. it's not like you do not have to be immediately successful, successful. and blow up after i'm you not right now okay because i graduated in 2019 and i was struggling months literally give yourself the time to literally. do what you want to do you do not have to rush into success don't you are on nobody's timeline time but, but you, you but you, you're on line. your own lane don't let nobody rush path. you do what you want literally what you want to do you literally take your time you it want to okay. love what you do and you don't want to like make it a burden make, like like make the pressure mm-hmm. create a burden exactly so we know you're gonna graduate and it's a lot of pressure when they do come to graduating but it's like let me tell you it is very common for everybody to be like rah, rah, right after they yeah, graduate the post-grad, be, post-grad the thing because it's yeah. like you in the adult world the adult world is terrifying it's a lot that's going on and you do have to adjust mm-hmm. but it takes time like i said i feel like this year like the beginning of this year is the first time i ever felt like organized and together yeah. and with like getting my bills together and like you know whatever like that and feel like i got a hang of adulting but mm-hmm. it takes time it takes and time. i graduated in 2019 so it's just kind of like Enjoy don't rush yourself transition yeah it's gonna be a transition and it's gonna be a tough one 
but at enjoy the end of the your day, time away from school that too honestly like honestly take take a vacation take some time for yourself like you worked hard to get your degree you mm-hmm. do not have to jump immediately in the field that you got your degree in you can't want to but yeah. you don't have to like literally take your time and do what you want as long as you got a roof over your head you got food to eat clothes to wear you know a car to drive you got you got exactly what you need to be okay that's all that matters and if you don't have the things that you need and that's what you should focus on like getting or doing start that podcast start it post start it post it start that podcast be confident like start speaking positive Mm -hmm. empowering affirmations over yourself Mm -hmm. like don't ever say i can't or no you can don't ever Mm -hmm. like talk timid don't ever think small think big like you, you got it. You really have to speak it, write it out. It's you know, for you, to be- you gotta believe you gotta that believe shit yourself. It. But if it's like that's the like, I feel like key being an entrepreneur, you have to believe in yourself mm-hmm. because you the only person that really understands fully the vision that you have, yep. and you have the power to execute it. So it's like you cannot let that doubt and that uh, uh, is it ruin you? It will literally ruin you. The doubt and the insecurity, and I feel like, like we both done been through time waves where it, like yeah. yeah waves of it like you like is this shit even for me i know yeah. like the summer of 2019 i was really contemplating on not doing content creation no more because i was yeah. like is this for me but i was just going through a time period where i i had to like build myself get that yeah. confidence back up again so it's like it's natural to kind of you know how those yeah, little time but don't it let it keep don't you let down. it run like, you exactly like they you can got you this. can have those like i feel like moments yeah. of anxiety moments of insecurity because we are human exactly acknowledge it but then give yourself that affirmation to keep but going you and push it. you do got it so yes graduating after graduating is a little tough it's a little tough on everybody because it's a whole transition you're going through you just went because you've been in school, school for your whole life pre-K, you know your whole life so all you know is school school yeah school, so now school, you're going school. into real life, life. Okay, what am I doing for work? What yeah. am I doing? My hobbies, my like, yeah. what you doing for yourself? So it's just kind of like, but you got it. You don't Take have to time. be. You don't have to have it figured the out. The qualification thing is full rigor. Yes, you is. got it. Like, just always do your little. Never go into anything blindsided either. Yeah. Go so do, do your research. research. Yeah. As always, say take your time. Do your research. Figure out as much as you feel like you possibly can before getting things started. Yeah. But you don't have to know everything before getting you started. Know, we don't you know learn, everything about podcasts. We really don't because this is our first episode. So <laughs> it's just like, but you got it, girl. You got it, girl. You Okay. This one is for Miss Z. So mm-hmm. you both have degrees beyond a bachelor's. Mm-hmm. How did you decide what college to go to? What about your school made you stay and say this is the one? So we kind of have little different, different experiences yeah. when it comes to our master program mm-hmm. so i don't you didn't finish right i did not you can go first because you actually finished it. <laughs> <laughs> okay so for me uh i have my master's degree in applied psychology like i told you so i originally actually started i stayed at the school that i got my bachelor's degree in because i loved my psych program mm-hmm. like tarleton has a really good psychology program loved my professors Love the material that I learned mm-hmm. um, there. So it's just like I liked my psychology program. So it was between like that and UNT. I ended up staying at Tarleton. Um, but originally I went in for the counseling program. And yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> I was in there for a semester. And I realized very, very quickly it was not for me. But counseling, I should have did a little bit. I did my research, mm-hmm. but I should have did a little bit more because it was much much different than i thought it was gonna be and i end up switching i was still at tarleton but i switched into the applied psychology program which is more research teaching based mm-hmm. i was like this is where i fit in but for me more of what i was looking at is 
do they have the actual degree that I'm looking for? Mm-hmm. Not no degree that's running. Is it a degree that I'm looking for? How many hours yeah. do you have to take? Is it 30? Is it 45? Is it 60? Um, how long do I actually want to be in school? How long? Do, and that's what I'm saying with the hours. How yeah. long do you want to be in school? You trying to... Knock that's a program with 60 hours. That's, that's years. That's a whole nother like four years in college. I was not yeah. trying to do that if we being honest. Um, what kind of like uh programs, like opportunities mm-hmm. do they have? So they have like internships, clubs, yeah. things of uh that nature. That How many people am- have graduated? Their graduation and what rate. What they doing now? That too. Graduation rate. Uh what what jobs can you get yeah, with that right degree? After. As yeah. well. Like what jobs are available? Because it's like I feel like a lot of people gonna get a master's degree because they think they need yeah. one. And, and then that you was get, how I was. Yeah, and so it's just like you get there and you're yeah, like, you yeah. didn't do enough research or you didn't, you just came here for no reason. You just get it because you yeah. think that's the next thing you have to do. Yeah. Also, just, I feel like sometimes it's fear of going into straight up adulthood as well. That was me. Yeah. So, so I feel like for me, like, I started, I did, I started my master's at Tarleton as well. Mm-hmm. I was still living out there. So it was just like an easy transition. And also, it was all online. I'm like, I got to go in class because that's yeah. one thing I did not want to do is sit in the classroom. So I was like, I don't want to sit in the classroom. So I was like, bet it's online. You can graduate in two years. So mm-hmm. I was like, bet. But once I got started with, I was doing recreational administration, which is basically like management in a gym, like mm-hmm. administration. I want my own gym one day. So it's like teaching you like that administration. So when I got into it, like I honestly, it was very heavily focused on sports medicine and education, mm-hmm. not recreation. And so basically like a school, a college mm-hmm. type of administration, like athletics mm-hmm. and not recreational. And so I kind of felt like I was learning insightful information, but I was like, what can I do with this? Mm-hmm. So I feel like why I started doing my master's because I honestly was bored and I was like, felt like I needed to do something. And I, my mind was like, I'm not doing enough. So I'm just going to do this. But once I got into it, I was like, I want to be entrepreneur. I'm about to work for myself. Mm-hmm. Whenever I feel like whenever you have those degrees, it's easy to show it in like the corporate world. Like if I wanted to climb up the ladder in the corporate yeah. gym, whenever you have those degrees backing you, it does help you climb that ladder. But I'm like, I want to work for myself. Mm-hmm. Who I need to prove to that I'm smart and I'm capable of doing this? Nobody. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, you mm-hmm. know what? I was telling people do not I go to graduate school this. for no reason. And that's what I was doing. So I don't want to do this. I It was a hard decision to choose not to stay because i was doing great i had mm-hmm. all a's like that's the highest gp i ever had but it's more of a just like an accolade like mm-hmm. yeah i would have had it under my belt but right now what yeah. i'm getting is real life experience mm-hmm. like working at dream performance i'm able to literally see how to manage a small owned gym and that's mm-hmm. why i want a small black owned gym uh of course get wants to be bigger eventually but starting off you know small yeah. black owned so i'm literally able to sit with the people who run the gym and they teach me how they do it mm-hmm. i'm getting experience firsthand in, a, in an environment that i want to thrive in so i'm taking that i'd rather have that experience over that education when you get the education it's like you have to literally do critical thinking and apply it mm-hmm. is that if that, that makes sense to what you're trying to do and i was doing too much critical thinking i with because like i said it wasn't tailored to what i wanted to do yeah exactly so it just didn't make sense it didn't make sense yeah so that's why it's just important to do your research and yes, figure out I did not do enough research what you want to do to know, do I really need? So when I went to get my master's, I mean, being an influencer was not like going to, it was in a full-time job mm-hmm. being on my mind. I didn't decide, you know what, I'm going to hold off on using my degree in which I've been considering going into mm-hmm. teaching lately. But it's just like, um, I got my degree because I knew before I even stepped into my bachelor's degree that I was going to need a master's degree in what I wanted to do. So it's mm-hmm. just kind of like I did research back in 
high school child. Yeah, you knew. So, but it's like getting a psych degree, you can't do nothing with a bachelor's in psych. You have to get a master's. It just depends on what you get the master's in that makes sense with you. Stuff like that first program that I was in, I learned very quickly. This is not for me. And mm-hmm. I switched before I got too deep into it. So it's just like doing your research into the program and, you know, what what it can do for you, what jobs you yeah. can get with and things like that's super important. So it's just like, and graduate school is extremely mm-hmm. hard and it's rigorous and it's a, it's a whole master's it's degree. Whole master's. So it's just like, you don't want to waste your time and be money. stressing yourself out for no money for no reason. And you just going to go get a degree just because you don't need it. Do don't not go. It. And that's Do why I stopped because I did not need it. But if me, if I, I was going to need it in the yeah. field that I need to go to. So it's just kind of like being real with yourself about that that's as it. well. But just as far as like say, when it comes to choosing a school, really looking into the research program, mm-hmm. you can also look at, their um like catalog like you can see yeah, the classes, classes that you that have you to take and it will give you like paragraphs like how many hours yeah like description of what it is so that way you can look to see if this is for you so it's like really go on that website and look deep into like you their catalogs and things like that call them that too and you can have a Ask talk questions. you can always set up a, a call to talk to somebody some type of guidance counselor yeah um like they got like the career counselors and yeah. things like that you can talk to so you can get a deeper feeling of is this school for you Tour before the school. you before you get into like See if you deepness of it. But me, just the school, I was already there and I already yeah. experienced the bachelor's psych. And a lot of those professors were going to be in a master's program mm-hmm. too. And I love them. And I did my research on the classes and stuff. I did my research on the school as well because mm-hmm. I was considering other ones. But I ultimately decided to stay there because I already had that experience mm-hmm. of my bachelor's it was degree. An easy transition. Yeah, it was an easy transition. And I loved my professors and I still talk to them to this day. Like, by my dogs. But I love my professors, so it's just kind of like I decided to go ahead and stay. But it's just kind of like really just do your research and be honest with yourself on is this the right fit for me? Is this the path that I'm mm-hmm. trying to go into? And also in the, whatever career you're trying to do, look and see what, do you need a, do, you need, do you need a degree for this as well? So it's like don't get a master's degree if, if you, you don't, don't have to. Try waste the money. Yeah, so it's just like <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> but um, that's it on Asbev and Mia. So we just gonna close off with some final thoughts real quick um so i my closing thoughts you know it's the holiday season really take this time to spend with your family your Mm -hmm. friends you know you know you got thanksgiving new year's and christmas around the corner this is family and friend time if Mm -hmm. you've been overworking yourself this is your sign to take a break like we were saying earlier take a break enjoy if you know a way to give to the less fortunate do that as Mm -hmm. well uh just a lot of people you know missing out because you know a lot of people did pass away from covid mm-hmm. um so just like not having that uh that family member there anymore so just be nice to people you never know what people are going through we just talked about the sad like the seasonal depression mm-hmm. especially when you're going into like places of customer service you never know what those people are dealing with exactly so just be nice try your best to be in the best mood and treat people like be people. merry yes be, be respectful merry. spread some holiday cheer please don't Please. be a little shithead. Don't it's be the a holidays. Don't be a Grinch. Please. <laughs> um, my final thoughts is be careful with them light bills. Um, yeah. You know, the temperatures is a dropping and that heat is the going up. And then, yeah. you know. I would so, invest in an electric blanket. And yes, a electric blanket. Space heater, candles, socks. All that good stuff. Like, you said what? Them socks. socks them yeah, them fuzzy socks. socks. Nice, cute yeah. pajamas to wear. Fuzzy. Don't run up them light bills, y'all, because it sure do go up when it's like the summer, when it's in the day, when you got the AC up, but it go, when it start getting like that January-ish cold, when it Mm kind of get like a little icy outside, 
Hopefully we won't have a storm again. Yeah, because that was trash last year here in Dallas. That was that was so bad. But and I my light bill was through the roof because I actually had my electricity was on and I had to keep my place warm. It was so cold Cold. outside. So don't be careful with them light bills. Get you that blanket. Mm -hmm. Get you a space uh, heater. Some socks, some candles. Mm -hmm. Get real cozy in there. You got a fireplace lighted up. All that good stuff. So stay warm, but on a budget. (laughs) So. But that is thank y'all for listening. The end of unapologetically melanated. The first episode. We will see y'all again Bye. next week. So, bye. <laughs>